Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is... December, uh, Sunday, December 30th, 2018, and I'm your host, Renata. We are winding up the year, you guys. It's one more day left, and that's tomorrow. I hope you guys had a good year overall and a blessed year. I know that just about everybody that comes to this cause is targeted individuals. So our years, <sighs> we have some rough years, to be honest. We do. We do. I just have to acknowledge that. We do. But you know what? God has gotten us through each and every moment, and we thank him for that. So let's just open up in prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we do thank you for getting us through each and every moment, Lord, all those difficult times that we've endured. Everything the devil meant for evil, you turn it to good each and every time, and we say thank you, Lord. Keep us strong, Lord. Keep us humble. Keep us running in this race, Lord. Help us to cast all our cares on you because you care for us, Lord. And we thank you. We know that we are your chosen, Lord. We know that the enemy comes after us because you have handpicked us, Lord. You said that every hair on our head is numbered. And we thank you, Lord, for picking us. We know that it is all going to be worth it in the end. Your word said, he who endures to the end shall see God. So we thank you, Lord, that we are going to endure to the end, no matter what we have to go through, Lord. And you're going to, uh, your uh, angels will guide us, Lord. The Holy Spirit will guide us and will teach us and will give us wisdom along the way. We lift up each and every person who is on this call, Lord. I thank you so much for sending them this way, Lord. Lord, your word tells us that iron sharpens iron. So thank you, Lord, for sending people who have knowledge, Lord, who have been through things, Lord, that they can share wisdom with us, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. We thank you for each and everything. As we go into this new year, Lord, we will trust you all the way, Lord. And we just thank you for the victory and everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to go into this new year, you guys, with the open mind, knowing that God is going to bless us for everything. Okay, here's a scripture. Um, Ephesians 3 and 20, it says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. There is not one thing that God can't do for us. Now, why we don't get everything we think we should have? Why God doesn't move on our behalf when we think when we think that he should move on our behalf? We don't know, but we know that he can do everything. The word says exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or even think according to the power that worketh in us. It's already in us. The power of God is in us and the power of God works in us every day if we are Christians and we are following him. 
okay? The power of God is what's getting us through this targeting experience. The power of God is what's giving us wisdom. It's God's power working in us that's helping us to overcome all these obstacles, okay? And he will continue to work in us throughout this next year and through all of our lives. Amen. So you want to read that? That is Ephesians 3 and 20. So welcome to everyone who has come to this call. And I was saying for those of you who just joined that I do apologize for the inconsistencies in the call lately. And because of that, and because uh, TalkShoe changed their platform a couple months ago, a lot of people have dropped off. But it's all going to go according to God's plan. God will build it back up the way he wants to. Um, I, you know, the holidays were here, so I was doing all that Christmas shopping and stuff. My daughter's here from college visiting, so doing things with her. So again, I do apologize for the inconsistencies. I'm going to try to get it together um, in this next year. And um, just pray with me that God will give us good content to talk about and, and send people this way. Um, because I truly believe that <clears throat> it is my calling to um, to lift up God, number one, and to to let targets know that we're not alone. It may feel that way, but God is ever present, ever present, um, and He's there for us. And so that's that's my message for us to just stay strong, um, continue on, um, try to overcome every obstacle in your way, um, knowing that God is going to be there to help you through everything. And, and that's what I just want somebody to know today. Um, the purpose of this call is to support one another, to um, share information. There's a lot of good information that goes forth to encourage someone to know that um, you can overcome all of your difficulties and that you don't have to deal with them alone. Okay, I know that uh, during this holiday season, it could be especially hard for people. I do understand that uh, a lot of targets are alone. And um, so if you if you have someone around you, be grateful. Thank God for that one person, that one, because somebody doesn't have anyone, okay? Um, let's see. So again, welcome. Let's see, did I have any questions? Okay, questions of the day. I, I was wondering, as I was <laughs> kind of doing inventory on myself, um, are you taking care of your health? Because I think it's just very important. I know that I've, I've been struggling with some some health stuff that I never encountered before. And I know some of it is age. You know, I'm middle age. So I know some of it is age, but I do believe that some of it may be targeting, but I'm not sure because I haven't done a lot of research in that area of directed energy and all of that. But um, just, just you know, make sure that you're taking care of your health. I know that a lot of um, TIs don't want to go to the doctor for obvious reasons. We do get targeted there, some of us. Um, so if you can take someone with you, then by all means do that. But uh, take care of your health. Don't, don't neglect your health, okay? So that's one of the questions. Are you taking care of your health? How was your Christmas? Um, and your morals and your values and your integrity, is all of that still intact or have you totally 
changed how you see the world because of targeting. Now, I myself have, have changed the way I see the world, but I look at it like a spiritual awakening. I think now I'm seeing things for the way they, they really are. I don't have on those rose-colored glasses anymore. Um, but I'm, I, I believe that the core of who I am is still in place, meaning my integrity and my morals and my values, I hope. Um, so, But I know that just by talking to different targets, that some of that can change and some people can become bitter and some people are no longer um, uh, no longer believe in God, as I was saying earlier. Uh, some people are mad at the world. They hate everybody. Um, most targets don't trust. So I'm just wondering if your moral, are you still well that well-rounded person that you once were, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, let's see. I think I have one more I want to throw out to you. Anything in the news you want to talk about? There's something I want to talk about in the news. And I have one more. Hang on, let me look. These questions just come to me randomly sometimes, so I'll jot them down. Let me see, did I write that one down? Okay, we'll stop there. I'll save those other ones for next week. Okay, so just to recap, how was your week? That's always a question. Um, are you taking care of your health? Um, how was Christmas? You know what I noticed too about Christmas? That everybody wants to say happy holidays now. They don't want to say Merry Christmas, take Christ out of it. They want to take Christ out. I noticed that. Have you guys noticed that? Um, has your morals, values, integrity changed since becoming targeted? Anything in the news you want to talk about? Okay. Star two, if you would like to speak. If not, I will share with you guys what I wanted to talk about in the news. Okay. I don't see anybody's hand raised, so we'll keep going. This is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about these blue skies over New York. Did you guys see that in the news? Like the sky was a blue that shouldn't be in the sky. It wasn't sky blue. It was something else, okay? So... Some people are calling that blue bean, Project Blue Bean. They're saying that's what that was. But of course, the news is saying something different, but you know, we don't never get the truth, so we have to do our own research. All right, so let me just read the article and I'll put the link in the chat room. And anyone from New York, if you happen to see that, um, please let us know. I think it was like, what, Thursday, Friday? Thursday night, it was Thursday night. Okay. There was a boom. This is an article I'm reading from the New York Times. There was a boom, then a hum. The lights flickered. A giant plume of smoke filled the New York City skies around 9, 12 p.m. and turned it blue. A sort of unnatural fluorescent shade of blue, says Bill San Antonio, who was watching Thursday night from inside a terminal at uh, LaGuardia Airport. We thought it was a UFO. Now, a lot of people said that they thought this was a UFO invasion, okay? 
So this one person, Gaiota Andronicus, says that he thought it was a uh, a UFO, um, or a, that's actually a lady. Um, Miss Andronicus was not the only one. In the earliest moments, hundreds of Twitter users from across the city posted videos of the eerie lights causing many on social media to fear an alien invasion. By late Thursday night, officials said the events was caused by nothing more than a transformer explosion. No engine, no fire, no evidence of extraterrestrial activity, the New York Police Department uh, tweeted, adding later that the explosion was not suspicious. There was one Con Edison employee nearby when the fire started and the authorities said he was unharmed. Still Deputy Inspector Alsavo Nunez, the commanding officer of the 114th Precinct, conceded that the episode was spectacular. You could see it from the precinct, and the precinct is about a half a mile away, he said. You felt it in your chest, the explosions, and the night sky turned in electric blue. And if you guys have not seen this, please go online, and all you have to type in is blue skies over New York or something like that. Um, it, it, was, it was weird. Okay. Um, all the excitement caused plenty of problems, Inspector Nunez said. The bright lights and loud bangs caused a surge of 911 calls with residents reporting explosions and one person calling it a plane crash. The power went down briefly at LaGuardia, forcing a ground stop and causing delays in the Metropolitan Transport Authority said in the tweet that, number, that the number seven train service have been disrupted by the power failures. Okay, now keep all that in mind about these power failures, okay? Even the Brackers Island prison complex, which houses about 10,000 inmates, lost power for about 25 minutes, according to a woman who answered the phone at the North uh, inf in, uh, Infirmary. There has, been, there has been confusion pretty much from the start, said Mr. San Antonio, who was waiting to board a flight to Dallas when the power went out at LaGuardia. After the power came back on, he got a text message. His flight had been canceled. In a statement on Twitter, Con Edison said there had been a brief electrical fire at one of his substations in Astoria, which involved some electrical transformers and caused a transmission dip in the area. Mayor Bill de Blasio said the, uh, the blue light was caused by an electrical surge at the, at the uh, substation. On Twitter, utility officials apologized to dozens of alarmed customers saying they were aware of this situation. Although power failures were reported in parts of Jackson Heights, the uh, utilities said late Thursday that all power lines servicing the area are in service and the system is stable. Nonetheless, residents on Thursday night were shaken. Uh, Mr. Andronicus said, uh, excuse me, Miss Andronicus said that she heard the weird noises even through closed windows. After it ceased, she said she could still hear it in her ears. The lights were so bright that uh, she added that in some places an otherwise dark sky was as bright as day. It was scary, said Miss Andronicus' neighbor, uh, Mickey, who declined to give his last name. It was like something from outer space, like we were invaded. Okay, 
So, you know, naturally, there's some more, but I think we're good. Naturally, um, the media is downplaying it, saying, you know, it was just a power outage, a transformer went out. Um, again, if you guys have not seen um, the visuals on this, then please look online. I'll actually put this in the chat room. Okay, so they're saying that, you know, it was just a little power outage. It was a transformer that exploded, right? Okay, so you know we have to always research a little bit further because the media is not going to tell us what we need to know. They're never going to tell us the truth. Okay, so hold on one second. Let me close some of these tabs I have open. Okay, I'm going to put this in the chat room for you guys to see. Okay. There is an article. Well, this is not even an article. I don't even know what you call this. A report, I guess. Um, that was released by Department of Homeland Security, I believe. And I tried to read through it. It's kind of lengthy, so it's 94 pages. So I did not read the whole thing, but I read enough. Okay. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to read some more later. But basically, this is, this, from what I've read so far, is talking about an emergency situation, and this is called NIAC, the President's National Infrastructure Advisory Council. And basically, this is talking about U.S. citizens surviving a catastrophic power outage, okay? That's why I said keep that power outage that they were saying in that article. Keep that in mind, okay? Because I'm gathering that what happened there in New York was part of this experiment, I guess is what you will call it, from what I'm gathering from this, from this article, um, or from this leaflet or whatever this thing is that um, from the government. Um, so basically what it's saying is that people need, people in America need to prepare for a catastrophic event. Okay, that, that we need to prepare and we need to know how to survive these power outages and that something like this could be possibly coming soon. Now, think back to um, Paradise, the big fires that happened, what, a month or so ago in California, where um, these people received emails, um, according to some of the residents there, they said they received emails and telephone calls saying, you know, we're going to be doing some testing in the area and there could possibly be, you know, a catastrophic event. And boom, the whole town burned down. Okay. So now we have this blue beam thing going on over New York. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is prepare, you guys, prepare yourselves because something is happening. And we cannot 
continue to ignore the signs that are right before us, okay? Because something disastrous is in the works, okay? Just like paradise. It's like we can't sit there and think, okay, this won't happen, this won't happen, this won't happen, when they're telling us that this stuff is going to happen. So this PDF document thing that I have from DHS.gov, is talking about power outages, catastrophic events, and how to survive them, and how they need to test to see, you know, what all the people need to survive, and all of this stuff, okay? And how they're going to be doing this this testing. So there's one part that really stuck out to me. And let me try to go there. Like I said, I haven't read it all yet. And it's saying things like there's different recommendations on here. So it's saying things like develop a federal design basis and the design standard slash criteria that identify what infrastructure sectors, cities, communities, and rural areas need to reduce the impacts and recover from a catastrophic power outage. So basically, what I'm getting out of it is that they're going to use live people, you and I, People in paradise, people in New York, the people in Daly City, when PG&E blew that whole thing out a couple of years ago, um, so that they can develop what they say would be the standard or the criteria to figure out what people in cities and rural communities would need to recover. Okay, so if they cause this big power outage, what would it take to recover? Okay, so they're going to test this on live people. So let me go over here to this one that stood out the most for me. And I think it was recommendation five, because they have all these different recommendations. Okay, recommendation number five says, conduct a series of regional catastrophic power outage exercises that identify the second and third or cascading failures of an outage over time as backup resources and mutual aid agreements are exhausted and examine cross-sector supply chain and cyber risk that could that could delay re-energizing the grid okay so they want to see they want to conduct they say they're going to conduct a series of regional catastrophic power outage exercises, okay, so that they can identify what these what what it would do for a cascading failure of an outage over time. Okay, we better get our emergency kits together. Okay, they're telling you, they're telling you. And when you read further, it says that this would include critical infrastructure owners and operators e.g. natural gas suppliers, water and wastewater transportation, communications, finance, food and agriculture, and public health. Okay, they're going to hit all these areas. And then as you read through this, several places it says with the participation of the FBI, and then it names some other, you know, some other um, alphabet agencies that's going to be participating in these quote unquote exercises okay and then they'll get on the news like they did with this thing in new york and say oh it was nothing it was just a little generator 
Okay, so please, you guys, take this stuff serious. It's all out here in plain sight. They let us see this. For those who have ears, let them hear. You have eyes, let them see. Because something's going on. Something is going on. Let me see. I'm just looking through this. Let's see. Establish and execute clearly understood authorities, maintain a high priority mission for catastrophic power outages, provide steadfast guidelines, um, deliver resources, including dollars, expertise. So they, they're going to bring it down, you guys, basically. They're going to bring it down. And we don't know where it's going to hit next. We have no idea. Um, seems like New York is always a testing ground for something, though. Always. I would be careful if I lived in New York. So, um, yeah. Okay, start two. I just want to share that with you guys. I'm going to put the link in the in the chat room so you guys can read this. It's It's kind of a hard read, but it's important to know that this stuff is happening. Okay, I just put that in the chat room. All right, start two if you'd like to speak. That that was pretty much it. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, you can just, if you guys want to say anything, just start two. If not, we'll just close early. Okay. Did you guys see that on the news? Did anybody see that? That um, I don't know. People online are saying it was the Blue Bean Project, but did you guys see that? What happened in New York? Because that was scary. A lot of people thought it had something to do with um an alien invasion. I wouldn't be surprised with that either. I really wouldn't. We don't know what these people are doing. We have no idea. Okay, well, if you guys don't have anything to say, then I will go and continue what I need to do. I just wanted to share that and um, that's pretty much it. I did put some questions out there. Um, if you guys are interested in answering any of those questions start two and if not we will just end the call because you guys don't have anything to say i'm unmute you guys to see if and if you don't want to be unmuted just mute yourself back okay anybody can speak if you're unmuted Okay, well, you guys don't have anything to say, and I, I'm done. I just wanted to really share that with you guys. So I will let you guys go, and we'll be here next week. When, when, did, you hear that? when did you hear that? When did I hear what? Yeah, about that uh, in New York. 
It happened Thursday. It happened this okay. past Thursday. You didn't, yeah, you didn't hear about it? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was pretty what? scary. Uh, it's all over YouTube. It's all over the Internet. Um, but the, the news is reporting it, saying that it was some kind of explosion, uh, utility explosion. But um, it was more than that. It was more than that. And then if you okay. couple it with that with that article that I just read by the NIAC, and it talks about how the government is going to be doing these ex these power outage experiments. And so I believe that that was part of that, maybe. Possibly. You know, they, they is running full throttle with these uh, drones, especially in Florida. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's uh, running rapid here in Florida. With the drones, you guys can see the drones. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know a a a, uh, a little plane that just sitting uh, idled in, in one spot for over mm -hmm. hours. You know, I mean, it, it's got to be a drone. There was a, um, and I think it, I want to say New York Times, but maybe not. And it's probably been about five years ago. There was something that said there would be 30,000 drones in the sky by 2020, by the year of 2020. So we're almost there, you yeah. know. And I, I think, I think that's not going to be good um, because I believe that some of those drones can be can um, can be fitted with like directed energy or um, weaponry. You know? Yeah, I, I think I think so too. And the the thing is is like, you know, they're experimenting on us and we didn't ask for that consent. We didn't give consent to be experimented on. So that's that's what I don't I don't get that at all. I mean, I feel violated, you know, one hundred percent violated. I didn't ask yeah. for them to put no chip inside me and start experimenting on me. And you know, and and uh, and my neighbors and everybody getting paid off the dividends of experimenting on me, you know. So mm -hmm. that's just real wrong what they're doing. I think. Who's speaking? Who's speaking? What's your name? This Kevin from Florida. Hi, Kevin. I don't know if I've ever doing? spoken with you. Yeah, we spoke before. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was, I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, we spoke before. I just, I rather not say what. Uh, yeah, we spoke before. Okay. Well, I didn't I'm want to sorry, bring up what I what I talked before, you know. But I'm pretty sure if I said it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I just didn't want to bring it up. Okay, then don't don't don't, don't yeah. talk about what you're comfortable with. I'm sorry yeah. that your uh, neighbors are targeting you like that. And you know, uh, you said something very important that you or none of us. Um, consent to this. We didn't consent to be tested on. We didn't consent to be microchipped if we are. We didn't consent to any of this, to be stalked. At. Any of it. And then you sit back and you, you can see everything, what's going on with your surroundings. You know, I mean, all my neighbors, you see all this new stuff, people getting it. You just know that they're getting paid off of our targeting. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, like, it's, it's going on. It's, it's actually happening. It's, they're trying to do it secretly, but it's actually happening, you know. Yeah. Well, we have to just give that to God. Um, oh, I, oh, I've been giving that to God. 
I yeah. got to read the Bible. I, yeah. Very good. They're they're Definitely going to give that to God. For, for um for their wrong doings. But you know our problem doing our community uh uh Renetta is is we got a lot of perps like playing target TIs and they not they perps and that's our yeah. problem in, in in this TI community. It's too many uh, claim to be TIs and they perps and and that's why I don't really like you know call heavily infiltrated. Huh? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. They getting paid mm-hmm. by you know the, to to pretend to be a TI and they act a perk you know and that's that's kind of like why I just kind of like be standing in the background. I listen to the calls. Sometimes I talk, but, but uh, that's I, I've learned that you know. But at the beginning, I was trusting anybody. Yeah, you know, you get on the call. I thought they was a real TI when you talk to somebody, but I learned I learned my lesson. Yeah. I, well, you I know, come to Florida. I experienced the same thing. You're singing my song. Um, I'm I'm surrounded by eight drones, and they loaded me up with chips when I was in the hospital. It's like, yep. how prevalent is this with the drones? Because I've been surrounded by at least eight drones. Every night I can go out and you can see the flashing where they're in there. Like one side is yep. that teal blue color, and the other side is yellow, or red, yep. and like same a white center. And you get the one with the headlight that, like, focuses on you? Yeah, bright, like bright, real bright light, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's following like me from inside. I'm in the middle of freaking nowhere, man. Um, I'm in Denton, Minnesota. N- nowhere is, like, next door. Um, population about 200, and most of the houses around this lake are empty in the winter. So we're talking, I'm surrounded by at least eight drones, and... Um, the people next door, they were um, on assistance for, with the uh, food shop at the church. And now all of a sudden they're getting deliveries from this expensive delivery service called Schwann, uh-huh. giving them food. Uh-huh. And they're getting, they have a brand new car, <laughs> uh-huh. a brand new van. Yeah. But they get like, you know, they get a new one like every couple of years. And it's like yeah. all of a sudden they're rude to you and they won't talk to you anymore. Yeah, it's, same uh, here on my, my end. Yeah. And then the people that all of a sudden describe their lives as like TIs, all of a sudden you immediately talk to them, like, oh my word, somebody was going through what I'm going through too. And you're just shocked mm-hmm. and you start talking to them and then they ask you these questions and all of a sudden they're just like, well, do you have a history of schizophrenia? It's like, excuse me? And then they realize they aren't real. It's like yeah. a total setup. It's uh, quite disturbing. And last night I was listening to Lauren's call. And I don't know if you've listened to her before, but she was on Saturday night. And she yeah, was heavily perked by the um, talk show community, it seems like, especially the, many of the monitors. And somebody was, the whole time, they were sending obscene things through her, um, through her show. They were um, throwing porn on her computer as she was trying to, uh, trying to moderate the show. And then um, they were having, playing like a porn soundtrack in the background trying to disrupt everything. It's uh, wow. it was, it was most disrespectful. But that's why I understand that how could they be an extra target individual and do things like that. There's no way this is a serious matter, people being tortured. There's no, no room to be playing. No. Oh. Thank you, Kevin. Sometimes oh, you just—it uh, seems like the biggest problem with the community is um, so many of us are so damaged 
that um, it seems like they're all suffering post-traumatic stress, and so they can't get going and motivated to do anything. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're in a constant state of shell shock. Yeah, you just got to say, I got to get get up, get off, you know, you just got to say, no, I'm not going to be a victim. You just got to, you know, you got to fight it. Yeah, it's I, like, I you know, like uh, sometimes when you're a genuine target, like I am a genuine target, and you try to become friends with another TI, because the trust is so broken in this community, all of a sudden they accuse you of purpling them, and it just becomes too much sometimes. Yeah, that's what happened to me. That's why I said that. And mm-hmm. I, I trusted, thought I was, had a trusted TI locally and turn out it wasn't so trustworthy so i don't trust anybody now well i thought that was a really good um show you did a couple of weeks back on the fbi on um, targeting mm-hmm. how they surveil i thought that was most useful most of the times we're looking at what's right in front of us as the obvious perps we aren't noticing other teams that may be behind, around them that are then mm-hmm. monitoring us yeah, that's true. I'm going to put that on YouTube because that was a really, that was a good article I came into. Um, okay, Anne in the chat room is asking me, can you explain what you think they are doing it for? Oh, that the whole blue bean thing? Um, the first thing that comes to mind, and, and, and Anne is asking about that article I just read about what happened in New York. Um, what I think they're doing it for, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. I'm not even finished reading it, but the first thing that comes to mind is order out of chaos. Okay. Um, they want to herd the rest of the sheeple in because there are people like most TIs who are not going with the flow, who are not going to fall in line. And I think that it's roundup time for these people. I do. I think agenda 21 is in full swing. This new world order that everybody talks about, I think they bring, they're trying to bring it on home. Um, and I think that is all a part of it. I think it's all part of it. But I heard someone say something that was really interesting. You know how they say that, you know, how on the Georgia Guidestones, they have it written where they want to kill off, I don't know, 90% of the population or whatever. This one guy said, no, he said they, they don't want to kill they don't want to do like a serious genocide because they want to keep some people for slaves. You know what I'm saying? And that makes sense. Like they they don't have room for the nonconformists, but they want to keep around the ones who will conform. So I believe that because they 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 want they want masters and slaves pretty much. So that counts me out. But <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going along with that mess, period. No microchip, no none of that. I'm not doing it. I don't know about everybody else. It's an individual choice, but I don't. Well, not at your your will, you're not going to do it. But they they do it slick like they did me during my surgery. So that's how they get you. Well, you know what? I'm I'm probably microchipped like everyone else. I probably am. But when it comes to. Yeah, because they do it without your consent. But when it comes down to to the mark of the beast, see, God's not going to hold us accountable for that. 
We didn't line up somewhere and say, yes, give me the mark of the beast. We have no idea when and how and where we got it. So we're not held accountable for that. But what I will not do is line up somewhere and say, here's my hand. You can put it in so that I can eat. Mm. I'm not doing it. I will starve. Mm. I will be homeless. I will be jobless. For God I live, for God I die. There you go. I'm not doing it. God's not going to hold us accountable for what we don't know. We don't know. We didn't. You didn't line up somewhere and say microchip me. You went to get surgery. Yeah, and you and, know, uh, you know, they put it in when they put your IV in too. So just mm-hmm. to let you know that they did it for me on a blood test. They took some blood out and they left a, a chip in there. But also when I went yeah, to yeah, surgery, that... I have at least fifty chips, and then I found out I also have drug packets in me. Mm-hmm. I had two children by cesarean. They could have did mine then. I don't know. And uh, I, don't I think that's one of the reasons they want all the children born in the hospital now so they can ship them. They only need about mm-hmm. two, three dozen people maybe in the entire hospital to know what's going on. And I talked to someone mm-hmm. who's aware of this stuff, and they said what I probably have behind my ear is a microprocessor. And then what they have are these nanites connecting in a skeletal uh, structure all the chips together. So it's working somehow that they get connected and set kind of like this internal skeleton of nanites connected from one chip to the other. So sometimes you'll see those chips are pulled out and there's like this long string of something holding it, holding onto it. And supposedly those are those nanites. Yeah. And I've actually heard of them roboticizing people and making them into like serial killers, like the um, Uber driver yes. in Ohio, where they yes. can yep. turn no app crazy can be driven like a car, and they can make you into a serial killer. Mm-hmm. What you say about the Uber driver today again? Ontario and candidates. Huh? What you What you say about the Uber driver? The Uber driver claimed that he was taken over by an app on his phone. And then all of a sudden he started shooting people and he had no control over it. And then there was this YouTube channel, A Black Child, and he was showing part of this, uh, of his trial. And the guy was clearly drugged that he had no control over what was going on. If he tried to say something in the trial, he sounded like he was drugged. And they immediately dragged him out of the trial. And that's what they tried to do to me when I was in the hospital. All of a sudden they found out when my father was a lawyer, all of a sudden, immediately, it looked like I was going to the glue works. When I, get, when I made it out due to a fluke, um, which I suggest everybody find out everything they can about the law and prepare yourself and research about um, writing a uh, letter to the judge and making sure that um, you get all your witnesses subpoenaed. Because when I found out when uh, I got my medical records, uh, I was going to be forced drug before the hearing, just like that guy was. And what they did to a friend of mine in Wisconsin is they were waiting for her husband uh, around midnight, took him in secret, tried him in secret, never charged him with anything, threw him in an asylum. And when she she was supposed to go to defend him, uh, they gave her a call and said, well, there's no need for you to show up. We changed the trial time, so it's already been taken care of. You're you're not going to get a choice in this. And so it looked like I was being set up for organ harvesting. They did all these tests on my heart, and then I was committed on paper three weeks before my hearing, and they sent everything immediately to Anoka, which is an asylum in, uh, outside the Twin Cities. 
And I ran into a cop who said there's an underground facility in there. And they had immediately medical taxi a blood sample of mine over there. And so it didn't matter that I was going to have a hearing in three weeks. I was already committed on paper. They owned my lawyer, and that was written on paper on page 69 of my first, my first uh, medical reports. Uh, they owned the judge. He's appointed. He wasn't elected. They owned all the, um, all the doctors. All of it was based on false evidence, and they manipulated the medical records. And so it was a miracle that I got out. And if anybody else goes, um, I suggest you educate yourself on how this happens because um, we go to Ramola D and look at Kimberly Arts malpractice in North Dakota and um, uh, Minnesota. Uh, in case this happens to you, find out what you can do in exchange because the whole system set up where you may not even be allowed to have a phone call to dial out. You better be prepared uh, to get running the moment it happens. Kim, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You may or may not know the answer to this, but I saw an interesting email, and I, I'm not connected with, you know, what's going on in the TI community too much anymore. But I saw something. So I'm wondering, do you know what happened with Ramola D and Dr. Catherine Horton? I heard there was a little bit of a falling out from someone who knows her saying um, Ramola D didn't trust uh, Dr. Horton anymore by some of the people who were backing her. She thought that they were um, on the other side. That's just what a friend of hers told me, Ramola D, and supposedly that's what's going on. But um, a lot of the stuff I don't necessarily trust any side. Um, I just happened to get on her show because I was uh, the Melanie thing that she was talking about, her, uh, it happened basically a 72-hour hold thing where she was falsely taken and they stole her child. And I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. This is happening rampant in this country. Why are we talking about something halfway around the world when this is happening right here? And so I kind of shamed her into doing an interview on me. And I'm still her most popular video last I heard. Um, she didn't have any... Wait, who, 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 got well, who, who got huh? their child taken? Who got their child from taken? I, from what I understand, uh, the state got the child. No, whose child? Ramola D's child? No, a Melanie. Uh, she was a gal in Belgium. She was oh, in charge know. of an organization of TI communities in Belgium. She was for um, human rights. And Catherine oh. Horton was there for the um, birth and then started talking about, well, um, I'm concerned about her because she had this thing in her throat. And she started talking about TI stuff. And then immediately they went in and started uh, saying that she was mentally ill and started lying and took her in secret and took her child away. Oh, that's terrible. And the reason why I asked you that is because I saw an email, because I, I guess I'm on some people's email distribution. But anyway, um, something came through where Dr. Catherine Horton wrote something to Ramola D. It was a cease and desist. And she said something about um, Ramola is saying that she's an agent or something. I'm like, well, what's going on? I yeah. thought they were friends. Wow. Yeah, um, she, she thinks that... Um, uh, well, but you know, we all have side. a smear campaign, so we can't even go by that. But yeah, she's saying, that's so true. Yeah, she said that in the email, uh, Dr. Catherine Horton said in the email that Ramola D is spreading that rumor. I don't know how true it is, you know, um, but I know that we all have a smear campaign, so. Yeah, that we do. But then there's also fake TIs within our groups as well. That's true. 
I find it kind of interesting on how on Ella's channel, if anybody comes up with covert shipping or if they talk about the organ harvesting, they're immediately muted. Really? And all of a sudden, they can't get back on the call again. Yeah. Oh. Make any comments. Oh. Wow. And then she's the the, um, daughter-in-law of Glenn Fry of the Eagles, whose cover was um, Hotel California had Anton LaVey, head of the Satanic Church on it. Who? Who's father-in-law? Ella Free. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. So you go into a lot of that stuff. She's always talking, well, your truth is not necessarily my truth. And she cut, uh, oh, man, it must have been almost two months ago. Roseanne Barr was on her show. Um, I don't know if you can find it on the chat, if EW Clear Clue is there on, on the call. But she was there to um, witness it, where Roseanne Barr got cut off from um, by Ella Free because she started talking about how Sanford in California is busted for um, covertly chipping people and keeping the MK Ultra program alive under a different name. And then Ella promptly cut her off. Oh no, she should have let her talk oh, about wow. that. Oh wow! I know. And then uh, wow. uh, Frank Paul, all of a sudden, this guy calls in and says, "Hey, I got great news. There's um, a doctor in uh, Michigan that can help us." And you uh, Miami. he's removing chips. And you uh, Miami. Sudden, um, Frank's, Frank's on and says, "Let somebody else talk." You meant really? Miami. What What are you saying, um, Kevin? No, I said she mean Miami, not Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, the no, doctor in Miami. Really, uh, no, this this was like several months ago. I understand there's another guy. Oh, right oh, this. Well. Oh, I, I'm okay. I'm speaking of just the other day. We it's a doctor yeah, I, I've, in Miami. I've heard, I've heard of this, I heard there's a guy in Florida as well. But uh, yeah. does anybody know where you can get these um, chips scanned? I talked to some people who got them scanned, and they said they don't know anybody anymore that's doing it because they were pressured by the Department of Homeland Security. And I know I'm full of them, and I know exactly where they came from. And not only that, um, the the hospital that did it, Sanford Hospital, has an agreement with the Department of Homeland Security and the NSA for brain augmentation. And what they're doing is people are, um, they also, in these CERN-like facilities, one in Leeds, South Dakota, they also have another one in Colorado. And the one in South Dakota is connected with uh, Fermilab in northern Minnesota and Chicago. And they're connected to these supercomputers. And this is how we're dealing with the AI system with how you and I are being followed through chips. Is we're oh, yeah. I, I know. And these drones are following us. And so but I did not like give my consent. Hold on, hold on, you I, guys, because Ann in the chat room is saying um, a guy in Utah is scanning. You need to go through Dr. Hyde. Uh, Dr. Hyde Staniger, Staniger, to use him, he is $600. That's what she's saying in the chat room about the microchips. I don't trust really? that. <laughs> Utah makes me a little nervous to tell you the truth. There's a hell of a yeah. lot going on in Utah. <laughs> I don't know. True. I kind of wonder if that's a honey trap. You know, yeah. as a PI, you kind of get naturally suspicious. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I mean, especially when your loved ones turn against you, you just you, you don't trust anybody no more. Because if it can go that deep, I mean, anybody will turn against you if your loved ones will turn against you. 
Well, in my case, um, people That's who try to come to my aid, they threaten to send the IRS after them if they help me in any way. That, that's in my interview. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They, they scared him to death. And all and this stuff is illegal. Like, I don't, I don't, well, I heard that Congress don't know anything about this, which Trey Gowdy, they, they don't know anything uh, about, you know, Americans still being chipped illegally, you know. So that's what's oh, being that's investigated. that's a lie. That's a complete uh, lie. I know. I don't believe that either. If you look at my video on Migsby, uh, it's covert shipping and black market organ harvesting. There's actually links and connections and newspaper articles showing how the hospitals have um, contracts working with the Department of Homeland Security and the NSA. No, I said Congress. Congress don't know. Congress is lying their ass off. Yeah. I guess we'll know soon. We'll find out soon. They've been people since the 1950s, supposedly. That's what we're oh, yeah, yeah. claims that she has documentation on. Yeah, they've been chipping back then, yes. Yeah, MKUltra. Yeah. Mind Control Behavior Manipulation Program. Yeah, just recently they started trying to make me go blind. Uh, I don't know what they're doing there, but um, I guess... You have problems? You have problems with your do you have problems with your vision, Kim? Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, it's like my vision will go tunnel, and it's like the periphery is kind of like this blackish-gray fog, and it's like mm -hmm. the light has a, an effect on my eyes. Oh, sorry to hear they've that. They've fried all my computers, and they've fried all my phones, and they've been, done everything imaginable to... Um, and they made sure I wasn't treated in the hospital, so I'm sicker than a dog with Lyme disease. So they, they're just, I'm sure, astonished that I haven't died yet. And it's crazy how all this stuff can go on like this. And yeah. People doing the experimentation, the sad part that I feel about are the people in the hospital. About one-third to one-half of them were TIs, and they didn't even know what was going on. And they're just like, I don't understand what was happening. All of a sudden, I, I just kind of blacked out, and then they said I this and that and thus and so, and I just have no recollection of it. They're describing an attack of, like, dragon's breath. That's scopolamine stuff. Hey, Charles. How are you doing, then, I'm good. Let me know if you can hear. Kim is talking. Go ahead, Kim. I, uh, Charles just called in on my phone. I'm going to see if he can hear you. Yeah. Well, basically, one-third one to one-half are describing basically how they were drugged and then dragged in there on false charges. And then they find out on the way out that there were actual witnesses that saw it, that, you know, that stuff didn't happen. And then the doctors even admit to it, saying, well, yeah, I lied, but you know what? I did it for your own benefit. And so now they're on meds for the rest of their life, um, basically almost forced on them, sometimes um, medically uh, dictated by court. And they're cooperating because they just want to keep their kids. And then they leave the hospital, and then they find out that, you know, they're now an unfit parent because they're on medication. And if you look at medicalkidnap.org, it's talking about these nurses. We're talking about how basically the hospitals were stealing people's kids. And if somebody wanted a second opinion, uh, they uh, refused the doctor's suggestion or they refused treatment, they immediately called CPS on them, and the kids were taken. Well, the hospital is the best place to take kids, and supposedly this hospital is the only place to take kids in North, South, North and South Dakota and um, part of Minnesota. 
they pretty much got it locked up. Wow. And this kid, Danny Sanford, who is kind of like the head guy of the hospital, and they, he has close ties with Bill Gates. And don't tell me that guy's any good. Okay, let me, let me, um, Charles just came onto the call, so welcome, Charles. Um, and let me just recap the questions of the day. Um, are you taking care of your health? That's one of the questions. How was Christmas? Um, has your morals, values, and integrity changed since becoming targeted? Have you become bitter? Have you stopped believing in God? Have you stopped being nice? Whatever. Has any of that changed? Um, and we also talked about the blue skies over New York, Charles, and you're in New York. So let us know if you saw that um, and what you think about it and anything in the news you want to talk about. Okay, you want me to answer now? Yes, go ahead, if you like. Uh, well, um, I hope you guys can hear Charles. He's, he's actually talking through my phone. So let me know if you guys can't hear him. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right, well, um, as far as Christmas, I mean, Christmas was the same as, you know, always as the last, as the last um, couple of years that I've been in the um, situation. <clears throat> you know, being destitute and stuff like that. But, um, um, you know, um, I'm not, you know, starving or nothing like that. And I, and I ain't trying to stay away from the shelters because, okay, because the things are bad. Um, what else? Um, I, am I, um, okay, my health, okay, I'm looking at, uh, you know, I'm looking out for my health. Because as much as I can, can I improve? Okay, I do a lot of improvement and um um no be more assertive and stuff like that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can, okay. And we'll have it uh, you know, hard to break and stuff. They tell me to stay away from fried foods and I grew up on that, you know, and you know, I cut back I cut back but you know, giving certain things up, yeah, uh, I, I doubt that. And um, as far as the blue skies, I heard about it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Okay, I heard about it. Okay. You know. Mm -hmm. and, um. And um, um, how's my attitude has changed? Okay. Um, you know, I was thinking about that um a few days ago, a few times, you know, in, in the past couple of weeks. Um, and. I would say I got more hardened, you know, and that's something I got to uh, be careful about, okay? But still, I'm not on a, I'm not, a, I, I would say I'm not in the stage of paranoia yet, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that, but I have gotten more um, standoffish and hardened, I guess. Okay? Yes. Well, thank you for your honesty with that because reality is <laughs> it'll do it to you when you have all these people picking on you all day, yeah. doing crazy stuff. I mean, yeah. we are human. We are human. So, yes, it, yeah. it can do that, but at least you're aware of it. Yeah, it can turn you to a nasty person. Big time. Uh, and yes. I'll be careful, you know, not to go to the extreme about it, you know. Yeah. You're a pretty even kill person, Charles, so that's good. Um, 
Yeah, Kevin mentioned something when you were talking. You just briefly said something about um, family members being involved. I can't remember exactly what you said, but I just happened to be looking. Well, I'm always multitasking, so while we were doing this call, I was looking at some of my com comments on my YouTube videos, and I came across this one, and it, this is what the lady says. She says, my mom told me someone came and told her that she was going to have to make a decision and she was coming to a crossroad and had to make a decision and the decision that she makes she would have to live with it ever since then my life has gone downhill a car came through her living room hitting me people are so mean to me cops and lawyers never represent me to the fullest of their ability my kids were taken from me when nobody is around, my mom says she believes me in everything. But then when people come around, she says I'm crazy and I'm losing my mind. She says I have a mental disorder and no one would ever love me. She tells me to kill myself. And this is my mother. Um, wow. I really need advice. And so she's saying, you know, she wants me to respond to this. But um, it, and I will respond to her uh, later today. But uh, I I was reading this as you were mentioning something about you know family being involved and that that's that's one thing that um that i have a difficult time with i i, I have to be honest with that i have a I have a difficult time with it and i have just chosen to just step away from most of my family members because i just you know refuse to allow them to you mean difficult time as in believing or a difficult time with them turning against you difficult time accepting that the fact that people I have known all my life would uh -huh. participate in 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 my destruction. And you know what it is though, uh, Renee? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Money, bribes, yeah. money, yeah, yeah, money. Mm -hmm. They go to mm -hmm. your weakest part that you're dealing with in your life. That what you and they watch us and they know. That's mm -hmm. why they always go into like you know like low poverty neighborhoods or. You know, middle class. They know they don't go to no rich neighborhood because they know people are already set with money. They mm -hmm. go to where they know where you gonna need help, where one of your family members or your neighbors need a new car or need this, need that. You know, they gonna they go in there. That that's who they they want to work in that why, area. Right. Why this surprises some of us, um, I don't know, including myself, because the Bible tells us it's gonna happen. Mother oh, yeah. against daughter. Daughter against father, whatever. The Bible yep. spoke about this. So, neighbor you know, against this, neighbor. Yeah. neighbor. Yes, yep. the Bible spoke about all of that. So it is it's going to happen and it has to happen. Um, it's just hurtful. You know, it, it's hurtful and God knows that. But this lady is interesting because she said that her mother told her that whoever she was dealing with told her that she had to make a decision. And she had to make one that she had to live with. And then she's saying that when it's just her and her mom, her mom tells her, I believe you. Then when she gets in front of people, she tells her she's crazy. You see that? Wow. That's cold. Yeah. She's gaslighting her. Basically. Yeah, she's being gaslighted. Yeah, that's too wow. bad. Yeah, it is a, a hurtful thing, okay, when family gets involved, okay, and, and uh, you know, these are... Uh, Especially these, uh, I mean, if, if, if you came up in a family that was always like um, backstabbing and stuff like that, that was one thing. But every self, um, I mean, you, I mean, you have scumbags in your family. 
but it's very seldom that a person come up in a family with them there. Everybody, you know, you can't trust, you can't trust nobody. Um, usually, you know, there's a few people, I mean, but, I mean, they know how to, you know, the, the handles or whatever, they know how to manipulate the situation where, um, you know, it's just like when they do a background check on you before they, you know, when the targeting starts, mm-hmm. they do a check on you and they, you know, check you out and all your habits and all that. Well, they do the same, they do the same thing for the people that surround you too. Yeah. Yeah, your family, okay. yeah. Yeah. And they and they know how to they know how to um, play on you know get next to you know and you know um going by um what the um guy said um earlier about money that's one thing okay but there's other um several ways that they can come come at them okay to make them jump on their side and you know and how they do it is you know they. You know they study them and keep uh, keep an uh, watch on them too, and you know they learn their weak points and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, the family and how they thing- get to you is they take away what you love the most. That's that's the most way how they get to you. Yes. they isolate yes. you and then they take away what you love the most. And that's yes. like with me, it's my wife. Uh, you know, it, rather whatever it is you love the most, your mom, it could be your brother. Whoever, mm-hmm. they'll have that person turn against you, and you, they'll take them away and turn mm-hmm. against you. And that, that uh, you know, they want to break you down. That's, That's pretty true. much what they do. What the family thing has done to, for me is it's made me really question my whole, I don't even know how to say this, but, but my whole existence, if that makes sense. Like, okay, so y'all were involved in this all along? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, that's wow. what I be thinking, yeah. Like, yeah, wow, like how long have y'all been involved? This right, that's deep. So then that yeah, made I think me about think that. Like, yeah, that made me think like, okay, so it was all phony, all these good family parties and all this, these good times and these memories. Like it was all fake, really. Like the joke was on me. That 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 blows me away. That blows me away. Yeah, that blows me away. These I people. Think about that, G. Here's, here's the thing. I don't think it's okay. I mean, you correct on one uh, at one point, but I don't think it's that cut and dry. You know, it's like, um, you know, I mean, some people, okay, they go to with a certain to a certain point, manipulate them, and make them do certain things. And there's other people, okay, that yo, they'll they'll go all the way with it. You know, I mean, you'd be surprised. I know. It, it is very surprising. It's like I knew some of y'all were dirty, but I didn't know y'all, y'all was that dirty. I well, mean, you know, like I remember going to my um two of my siblings when I didn't understand none of this, but I just knew something was going on. And I went to two of my siblings who I felt I was the closest to. And I said, you know, I don't know why, but police are always following me. Like they're always around me. And I don't know if it's mistaken mm-hmm. identity because of course I didn't know about any targeting, you know? And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And they were, oh sister, you know, you went through a lot of things in your life. You know, maybe maybe it has something to do with that. And you know, all this stuff. And then fast forward all these years later, I'm like, y'all was involved when I was telling y'all this? 
You know, like that's deep. Oh, they ain't gonna admit it. They ain't gonna admit it. Trust me. They be they talking don't about, have oh, to, you need they, Jesus, they, they you never need God. No, oh, they you never gotta have draw to close to God and all that. Yeah, get out they of here. They never. I, you know what? I would never even expect them to admit it because they have given me some for sure clear signs where I have a yeah, zero me too. doubt in my mind. Yep, I have me zero too. doubt. When people start assaulting you, like I have zero doubt in my mind that they're involved. None. So they don't have yep. to they don't ever have to speak to me again. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, and like my um, brothers, they right down the road. They don't even come over here. They don't, I don't see none of my family anymore. And I know that isolation is one of their main weapons. So I already know yeah. they've been told not to associate with you. Mm-hmm. And, that, that and then works you go around their house, then it's, they'll play, you know, like, oh, I ain't seen you in so long. But you right down the road. You can't come see me. But but they'll play it off if you go see them because they ain't got no choice but to play it off. They ain't gonna, you know, you know, try to shield themselves. They may try to hide, you know, like they ain't home. But, but if you catch them now, they they gonna just play it off like nothing. I guess well, you guys are saying, but the one thing that I have problems with personally with my family that I don't hear discussed is I was being set up. My family was setting me up for organ harvesting. Wow! Oh wow! And when you look at George Webb, when he talks about TIs, if you go to the Kelly 67, he does an interview. If you type in George Webb for his interview in about 43 minutes, he goes on how TIs are set up for organ harvesting. And he talks about this thing called sowing the seed. And he talks about how some of these CI, high-level CIA people, they'll have um, a child uh, in some third world country or somewhere else, and uh, they'll set that child up in the future. When they need organs, they'll go after that child. And for the meanwhile, they make it sound like they're sponsoring that child. But then when they get older and they need those organs, they'll take it from those organs. And I found out that perhaps that my dad may be that way, and maybe that's the way why he behaved or treated me that the way he did my whole life. But it, it's kind of hard to conceive of you're being kept alive for your organs later on in life. Well, my thing when is, they, if they hit my organs like that, why is why is I'm getting hit always in my kidneys, my heart, my my, you know, they they hit me in my organs, they hit me in those areas. So how are they trying to harvest them? And they if they hitting you, that means they're killing them if they're hitting you in those places. Oh, they're hitting me in those places too. But they were still uh, lining me up for a heart transplant. I don't think they wanted my kidneys anymore because they destroyed those or my liver. But um, even your bone marrow. It's worth $23,000 a gram, and it's good 17 days after your death. And in Chicago, they were exhuming a 93-year-old woman out of the um, out of the graveyard so they could steal her bone marrow. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, the best thing we can do is, uh, number one, protect yourself. I don't care if it is family members. If you feel that they are harmful to you, it's probably best to stay away from them. That's the position I take. I, I don't I don't even want to deal with them. Um, you know, and just ask God for peace with that whole situation because our family is part of our history, you know. Yeah. And at one time, we were probably close to them. I know I was, but now yeah, I see all that was you know, and so it, it it's a it's a process to get over that. It's very hurtful, um, but very hurtful. They they can't be trusted. I'm sorry. In, in my situation, they can't be trusted. I don't know about everybody else. If if you have family members, 
that you can still trust and they're not targeting you, then by all means stick close to them. You know, because I, I I don't know any. I think all of them involved. With, you know, for my situation. Yeah, well, if you if anyone listening, you know, stay close to your family. I really do promote that. But at the point where they're just obviously involved and it becomes dangerous, in my opinion, for me. Because, I mean. Well, if you I think would, about it, they put us on that list. I mean, you know, they, they go to everybody, your your old friends, your, you know, the, you know, your whole neighborhood, you know. That, it's Section 215 is what they use. Mm-hmm. And that's what they uh, Congress is saying. What was uh, a lot of illegal stuff was going on through Section 215, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, you know going to neighbors, lying, saying that oh we got him on investigation. Oh they uh, they are criminal. Oh they hurting people. Or they you know wife beater, all type of stuff. You know, uh, through Section 215, 702 is what they renew, but Section. 215 is what they use to uh, to slander and smear, smear campaigns mm-hmm. that they run in. And as far as those friends go, they've tried to bring those, some of those people back into my life, too, but I know better. <laughs> I know better. I'm good. Yeah, they, yeah they, they, they try to do that. And, you know, we have to understand, too, that I really believe that God has his way of separating his children you know, and the isolation, it, it can be very hard. I'm not saying that, but God knows what he's doing. That's the way I look at it. The ones who are not in my life, it's because they're not supposed to be there. No matter how hurtful it is for me, they're not supposed to be there. Yeah. And so I just, have to let, I just have to let them go because I'm not willing to be targeted by any of these people. And it hurts more to be targeted by the friends and loved ones or the so-called friends and loved ones than total strangers. You know, that's very hurtful. These people knew you all your life. All your life, exactly. You know, profess to be friends and profess to be, you know, relatives. That's, that's not, that's not godly. You know, so I'm good. I don't know about everybody else. I'm, I'm good. I can't do it. I played that game with them long enough and I don't play games. So, Mm-mm. All that phony it's stuff. For the very people that I was there for, for everything, I was there. I was there for them and their kids. So you know, you want to act like that, then go ahead. But you're not gonna do it. Yeah, and put a little money in their face, and they switch out on you. Yep. 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 Well, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's sad. That's very sad. It was something else that Ann said a while ago in the chat room. You guys were talking about how your neighbors uh, get different things. Let me see what she said. She says, my perps got new SUVs this year, a renovation, and another new SUV. (laughs) Yeah, and it does happen, Nate. They get paid a lot of money for this, this targeting stuff. Some of them, you know, I think, I think there's levels to it. I think, I think of it like a pyramid. You know, those pyramid schemes, how they go up yeah. the pyramid. I think you have 
different levels. Some of them get the gift cards and some of them have worked their way up to, you know, doing more devilish stuff. So they probably get paid more. Yeah, but you're making a deal with the devil, though. I mean, that's that's a deal with the devil. Right. You're making a deal with Satan. That's only temporarily. That's temporarily. You're making a deal with the devil. That is true. He's deceiving them. That, yeah, that ain't uh, going to last. Uh, Kim mentioned that, that FBI um, article that I read last week, oh, two weeks ago, I think. It really breaks it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that on a YouTube video because it's really important. It breaks down all the different positions they have, and you know, once you think they're gone and not watching you, they have a whole nother team out there that's just observing. I mean, it really goes into detail about the structure of it all. Yeah. Very informative. Yeah, that would be good if you make a video of it. Yeah. yeah, did you, were you here that week, Charles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good, right? Yeah. I think I will. I haven't done videos in a while, but I think I will definitely do that. Because um, that'll help, especially for people struggling with the whole um, stalking thing. Sometimes you just wonder, like, how it's all set up. It's just good to know yeah. this stuff. Yeah, it's good. But to all know. this stuff is coming out, Renetta. I promise you that this this stuff about to come out. Like it's about to be exposed. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, we were hoping Trump would expose it because some people say he's a T.I. Every 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 president, we think they're gonna expose it, but yeah, I think it's gonna be exposed. So you gotta have hope. You gotta have. You gotta trust in God and. Uh, hope. Yeah, that's um, true. I talked to a Katrina Hagen who was friends with um, this fellow Max Spears and even talked to him the um, morning he died. She might be an interesting person if you can get in contact with her. She's on Facebook and she traced a lot of this um, PI stuff to um, organ harvesting in Jacksonville, Florida out of a Mayo Clinic. And she was uh, part of the government psychic kids program, and she was told by their handlers, uh, the super soldiers, and her that um, they were supposed to come forward about the super soldier program, so uh, for their own protection. And they want this stuff to come out so they can twist it in their way. So when they came out with this, they were immediately ready to go in and basically destroy everyone who came out and said anything that, you know, they're just mentally ill and they're a drug addict or whatever. And I think that's what they're doing with the TI program as well. Uh, they wanted to come out for a certain reason of, okay, your government's corrupt. Now we need a one world government. Because when you look at Trump, what he's doing is he's holding everybody at bay. Uh, so everybody's standing down and not really doing anything on their own because basically there's hope in Trump. But if you look at him, there's a... Um, 49-second video on YouTube where guns first, due process second. And basically, it's anyone the government says is mentally ill, they will take you. And you aren't, involved, you, you aren't allowed any due process. And you may happen to you what happened to me, where all of a sudden you're taken up in the secret martial law tribunal by an appointed mm -hmm. judge. Nobody knows that you're there. 
you aren't allowed witnesses, you're not allowed to submit evidence, and you're forced drug before the hearing, and before you know it, you're convicted and you disappear. And he's basically trying to call for martial law with these military tribunals, saying things aren't fast enough. When you look at the amount of blackmail on him, you can go to um, henrymacow.com, and it can talk about uh, how uh, Trump is blackmailable. And it will go on there with court records and testimony and witnesses of court hearings of him going to Epstein's Island, that pedophile island on the Lolita Express. And he'd go down there with Bill Clinton, and basically they'd uh, partake in pedophilia, which is part of Freemasonry, when you look at it with Transcathy and Magic. Uh, he's highly blackmailable. He's working for the other side. And Pence, uh, there was a gentleman out of Indiana, a Tory Smith, that was trying to expose all the pedophiles in the Trump administration. And he ended up getting murdered almost in the same way I ended up dying as well. So if you look at Tory Smith, is this my last video? You may want to look at it because that's how directed energy weapons can kill you. That's how energy what came is, from my Kim, Kim, what is the video called? Tori Smith, Tori, T-O-R-Y, Smith, and says, is this my last video? And what he was trying to do is expose the pedophiles in the Trump administration. Well, if they're trafficking in kids, how is, uh, how is he going to make any difference? And he was in the beginning saying, okay, uh, Hillary for prison. And then he turns around, well, you know, she was probably one of the best Secretary of States we ever had. You know, those Clintons are good people. You know, they say just enough to keep you at bay. Oh, we have this QAnon thing. Things, uh, we have these indictments that are going to come out. Well, these indictments never come out. And if you go to Never Lose Truth, they can follow those indictments and show you that they came from a judge that, that wasn't even his district. So they don't have any authority. And none of them were signed. And there's no planes going anywhere. And it's all completely false. She did two different videos showing how it's completely false. Nothing about those indictments? On. Yeah, they're all fake. What, uh, what three people just got arrested today? Uh, they were saying people have been arrested for years. No, it's, it, was on, it was on MSN, NBC. They showed them. Yeah. They just showed them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Kim, Kim, hold on. Um, Charles, Charles on my line is trying to say something. Go ahead, Charles. Nah, well, I was agreeing with her is uh, what she was saying, okay, is that, um, yeah, like that um, thing about Russia and stuff, okay, um, they're going to um, snatch up these people, they're going to indict them and all that kind Again, Charles, they didn't understand you. It's probably the phone. Yeah, I said, I said, yeah, I agree, with, I agree with what you were saying, okay? That is all a game, okay? They keep playing about these indictments and they're going to do this and they're going to do that and they ain't doing shit. Okay, so he, right. he, he said he, yeah, 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 yeah. he agrees. They, they, they keep saying all these indictments and things, but then nothing happens. It's kind of like they he's so three concerned people about today. human trafficking. But he doesn't even concern himself with, like, that one senator that was out of Georgia. I believe it was uh, Cheryl or Sherry Schaefer. You can go to medicalkidnap.com, and they can go into the background of it. And her and her husband supposedly to say it was a murder-suicide, and they were trying to get on the Alex Jones show, but he just didn't quite have enough time to get them on. 
And they were talking about how kids were being taken through CPS and human trafficking. And a million kids a year go missing through CPS. And he cares about kids along the border, but what about the kids here that are missing through our own government services? And then that's not talking the ones that the parents report that are missing. We're talking something like 700,000 kids parents report go missing every year. So we're talking about 1.7 million kids. There's David Sherman. Okay, let me ask you guys a question. Trying to expose it. Let me ask you a question. What's going on with Alex Jones? Now, some say he's a CIA agent, but now it seems like they're bringing him down. So what's, what do you guys think about that? He's, he's been blocked. He's tied, he in tied in with the intelligence agencies. Stratford is a front agency for the Mossad. Okay, what were you saying, Charles? Okay, um, well, I was going to say, okay, that I was um, a member, I was a member of um, his, um, his, um, his, um, his um, radio, his radio audience and mm -hmm. stuff, uh -huh. okay, and paid member and stuff. Uh, for three years and stuff like that, and now I'm at I'm at the conclusion that yo Alex Jones is I mean is full of it. He's been full of it. I mean I mean I've, I've been I've been to that conclusion a, few, a couple of years ago since a couple of years ago. Man. Yo, I mean I can I can go down the list, okay. And not only that, a lot of his main people, okay, that used to be man in the show, okay, they stepped off. And uh, okay, and, and from what I understand, his, his wife okay stepped off from him. Okay, yo, he's phone. Okay, and uh, I mean he's being exposed. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't sure. I know they kicked him off. Okay, excuse me, excuse me. And um, about this okay about this thing where okay now that they um. Like, like they put, make it look like they're making moves on him. Okay, they cutting him off here, cutting him off. I mean, they, that's another game that usually play. Usually, one of their one of their operatives, their agents. Okay, whenever they think come up to question, they'll put up a scenario like, okay, they moving against them and stuff like that. Okay, and that's just, that's just throw you off. I mean, they did it with Sharpton. They did they do it. I mean, they always play that game. And people keep following for it. Okay, just go ahead and go and come back. Where you going? You saying that's the reason why they took him off of uh, YouTube and all that? It's just to throw us off? Yeah. How you think so, Charlie? Yeah. I think them trying to seem like they're taking him down right now is a distraction, so that gives them some legitimacy. Because when you look at, like, when I was in Germany coming back, uh, what broke out was Homeland Square, that that was a black site and people were going missing through it. And he came out trying to say that, oh, yeah, I, well, you heard it first on Prison Planet. No, it was first released on The Guardian, and you had to come out afterward to make yourself still sound legitimate by covering it. Not only that, there were other things like Jade Helm. He was late on that one. He trying to say the first he was there to report it first. No, he wasn't. I saw it first on uh, BP Earthwatch. And then he steals the uh, work of other people who are doing it. You can watch the woman on uh, Caravan to Midnight where it was actually uh, dealing with warfare on an AI level, which is 
probably what we're dealing with right now. We're probably dealing with uh, Jade Helm as TIs. They're probably in an assassination program through Jade Helm of war on the American public in a way that's not supposed to be noticed. And, uh, and another thing of uh, that time on the Pierce Morgan show when he was on the bit, I mean, everybody was um, uh, talking about that for almost weeks. I mean, um, how he acted, he acted like a, like he acted like that was that was um, I mean, deliberately, deliberately. I mean, for people who are serious about um, um, you know, the right to bear arms. Okay, that was him. Okay, I mean deliberately making making people like that look look like lunatics. Okay, okay. I mean, Alex, because I was I was watching the thing. I was I was saying, yo, Alex, yo, he knows way better than that. He knows he knows better than the stupid ass shit. Okay, he, he's way better than that. Okay, I mean, he did that deliberately. Okay, the people look like idiots. Make them look like lunatics. Yeah, the, he's designed to make anybody who has conspiracy theories. And he, I never saw him, and all the time I watched him years ago, cover the TI, which is a modern-day co-intel program. He, he never really covered yeah. that. And when he came with a real hard story that was a caller in, all of a sudden he disconnect him and start talking about, now don't be paranoid, don't be afraid, and then hang up on him. And it was a serious yeah, I saw call, that. usually dealing with um, child trafficking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw how how he hung up that phone on that guy, and he was trying to tell him about the um, targeting. Yeah, and another thing too, I mean, lately I noticed that um, well, I've just seen in uh, videos on YouTube, okay, how him and um him and Justin Ventura going at it and stuff, okay. Yeah, I mean, at first they was together, but now it seems like just. Just, yo, he's getting on Jesse's nerves, man. I think they ran Jesse off because remember Jesse was trying to help us. Uh, if you're on mute, start two. If you want to be unmuted, please start two. Um, I think they ran Jesse off because remember he did that whole thing for TIs. Yep. And next thing you know, he was gone. I heard he moved to Mexico. Well, he was governor of this state. Was he a good governor? Uh, I I don't think he was particularly a good governor, but I think he was a good governor and that he um, didn't do what the establishment necessarily wanted, so I think he slowed down their system. But um, he may have been co-opted, but I don't think he necessarily um, helped everyone. But uh, Who was that? Of all the people who are running, yes, I was glad because... Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. We had a guy, uh, Norm Coleman, that was personally picked. There was this governor, um, Tim Pawlenty, and uh, he was told to step down because uh, they wanted Coleman to run for that position or something. Uh, there was a number of things where uh, the White House directly got involved with our state and who they wanted to run for what office. And he apparently was not one of them. So I think that was decent. Yeah. We're, we're never going to know until the very end who our Benedict Arnolds were. And like you said in that one article, which I was thought was very poignant um, two weeks ago, 
is you'll want to appear like you're their friend. We really like you. And what it is is I tell you an incredible amount of truth and at the very end to lead you to the wrong decision. And when I found right. about, out about this chipping that's been going on for a long time, well, immediately, who's in charge of the chipping? What area is that? Well, usually the church thinks that their territory dealing with the mark of the beast. And so I went everywhere to all the churches trying to talk to them. And uh, some of them knew about it, some of them didn't. And supposedly one of the people who was talking most about it is Russ Dizdar, um, dealing with the Black Awakening. And I went to his group and I started talking about the covert shipping and they acted like they had no idea what I was talking about. And I go, well, there's these people that you're dealing with there. And I can assure you when I was in the hospital, I was shipped too. And they're like, oh, yeah, that. And then I go into all this bizarre story of what I heard and they go, yeah, all that's true. But you know what? We don't want to scare people or anything. You try to tell them and their eyes just glaze over. So we just prefer to tell them about the love of Jesus. So they're going into the hospital, and they're getting shipped and being hooked up to this AI surveillance system so they can be killed remotely. And you're supposed to be watchmen on the wall. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I listened to them for like two months straight, and they said absolutely nothing except um, buy my books and go to my conferences. And then I ran into people who um, were actually – MK Ultra and had horrible targeting problems and chips. And they, uh, I said that um, I listened to this one video of Fiona Barnett. She was going over all these fake people, and one of them she listed was Russ Dizdar. And I asked them what they thought of that, and they go, I know Russ Dizdar. I personally met Russ Dizdar. And they go, I agree with Fiona Barnett. And after talking with him, I agree with him too. Because right now he's trying to expose, um, supposedly, the Mennonites and the Amish in um, Pennsylvania, how um, they have the satanic underground going on and ritual human trafficking to them. And I know people in Pennsylvania that have suffered that. And they said it was mostly the Jehovah Witnesses that were going after them. So as you were yes, talking about the show, yeah, you were talking about an EMP or something, an electrical grid going down. Those would be the people to help. And so I told them that I personally have a friend who's a TI, and she got involved with a satanic family. And the family that was doing the trafficking in that state were the police department. And he's working with the police department to uncover this. And they always had a spare gun. So when they killed people on the job, because they were performing hits on the job, they'd have an extra gun that they could throw on a street person and blame them for the crime. These people had this done on an industrial scale, and I gave them, I wanted to give them their number, and they weren't interested, and they didn't want to talk to her, even though she had names, dates, places, and primarily they were targeting the black community in poor areas, particularly young boys. I mean, we got to look yeah. at Black Lives Matter and how they really matter. Yes, and I these people now. don't want to help young little boys. This is just outrageous. And he's claiming that he's helping people, but yet he doesn't want to even have the number to talk to that woman. And she's probably right in the chat right now. Her name is E.W. Clearclue. She can talk about the trafficking of um, children to the police department in Pennsylvania. And this is a satanic group. These kids are being ritually murdered. Uh, the one family member that she had that she was doing this, he was part of the police department. He was uh, basically torturing these kids raping them, and then they chopped them up and fed them to the St. Bernard's to hide the evidence. What? Wow. Yeah. Something that got to you know. And, and this guy, supposed Rush Dizdar, that's here to look out for us, he did not care about that and did not want her number. But yet he's out there to wow. look, look out for her. Is there a 
I think it's fresh. Um, um, Charles is Charles is asking, is there a video on this? Uh, if you go to Migs B, uh, there's um, Deb's story where she talks part of the story. She doesn't get all into it, but she talks about a lot of it. And if you want to, um, you can probably unmute her right now. She's probably right on your show. Uh, if she's Ooh, here, uh, it's, it's in the chat. It's E W Clear Clue. If she's in there, I don't What's know. What's her name? It's E W Clear Clue. Let me see. If she's in there. I did no, see that not. on there. She's yeah. not in the chat room. No. Oh, you mean well, H E W? Okay, so so um, go slow. Uh, I, I think she's more than willing Kim. to talk. She's more than willing to talk Kim. to anybody about this. I will give you her Kim. number if you're interested in this story. Kim, 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 can you go slow and tell us how to find what you were telling us on YouTube? Uh, she's talking about uh, some of the trafficking. Uh, that, no, how do we uh, find her? How do we find her? No, what's the what's the YouTube channel? Um, how do we find did, her? She only did one interview, and that's on Migs B. And that's M as in Mary, E as in Edward, E as in Edward, G as in Gary, space, capital B as in boy. And look up Deb's story. And it, okay. gets into, it gets into some of it. And I'll give you her number at the end of it. If you want to talk to her, she's more than willing to talk to anybody and go into detail. She was the one whose husband was kidnapped when they were looking into this SRA and trying to expose it with the family members. And her husband was kidnapped. They were waiting for him at midnight, and he was the one that was tried in secret and taken away. Oh. I just unmuted someone. Go ahead and speak. Yeah, hi. Um, yeah, this is... Ah. Yeah, clear clear. Oh, yeah, hey, hi. Yeah, from Wisconsin. Yeah, back in the 80s, I got, my first husband was, I really shouldn't have been married to him. He was, he, I was um, drugged and whatever, and he sent me out. But um, my ex-brother-in-law was a Philly cop, and his dad and uncle were Philly cops also. And him and his family and his partners, were doing this just like what Kim had said about that they always had a th what they called a throwaway gun. They usually had more than one, and mm -hmm. if somebody got in their district that they didn't, that was an honest cop that didn't go along with their shit, they'd get rid of them, and then say somebody else did it and frame them. Oh. Or, or if they just wanted to kill somebody on the street, get rid of them. You know, all they do is say, "Oh, they had a gun." And they got away with it for years because this was back in the 80s. I mean, he finally went, ended up going on disability mm -hmm. like the rest of his family. It seemed to be a habit with them. They get full pay and everything. So after you're on the job for 10 years or so, you fake a back injury, you know. Mm -hmm. And he had, um, and Hoffman's, Molesky's, well, Tom was Molesky, but Hoffman's and... Clayton's and Bigler's were all in on this. And what they used to do, my first husband would, they'd go out and the their father was still alive, them, John R. Bigler. Um, he, they would go out and hunt black kids and they'd call it, oh, let's go hunting in the city. And they oh. would go over to the other Bigler brothers are dead now. 
Hopefully they're burning in hell where they belong. Um, and they take them over to their shop and torture them and rape them and kill them and cut them up and feed them to Carl and Pat Bigway's St. Bernard's. Oh, my gosh. In the 80s. In the 80s. Okay. Now, um, where, 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 which, which state was this in? Pennsylvania. Wow. 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 Never heard of that. Were they, and let me ask you, were they Klansmen or? Um, to tell you the truth, I'm really not what not sure what they were, but they mm-hmm. were really sick. And it, they had some kind of, my second husband, the one I should have been with, was kind of the black sheep of the family. And he didn't go along with their in, initiation thing when he was 10. Mm-hmm. And... um. Dave, um, he had told me that their initiation for the family, for the boys, was to, that, that they would go hunt and get a black kid. They were supposed to rape him and kill him and do the th- then feed him to the St. Bernard's. You know, that was their initiation rates for the family or something. So I don't know, some kind of satanic sick shit, you know. And so these, and so these, same, so these same children that they would hunt and kill and feed to St. Bernard's. They were on the local news, you know, as missing children then, right? Yeah. They were never but, Yeah. But they just, you know, oh, well, you know how the cops are. Oh, the kid must have run away, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. And you guys, and you guys, this happens. This happens to a lot of children who you see on the news as missing and then they're never found. This is the kind of stuff that happens. Now, David Scherter, who used to come to this call all the time, he talks about satanic ritual abuse and how his his father was heavily involved with government people who um, who were into this kind of thing. And David said that he himself was forced to participate in these rituals when he was like before 10 years old and how he was forced to kill one of his, his friends because of this um, satanic ritual abuse. He used to come to this call all the time. I think he has some YouTube videos and he really tries to expose uh, many of the people that his father had. I think his father is deceased now, if I'm not mistaken. But he still tries to expose many of the people that his father um, did this satanic stuff with. This stuff is real. It's really, a lot of our our government People are involved in um, satanic ritual abuse. I remember back in the day they used to uh, have the missing, you know, kids on the milk carton, you know, and our mm-hmm. cereal boxes, you know, back in the day it used to be on the cereal boxes, you know, mm-hmm. missing kids, you know, you know, the carton of milk. milk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they they don't do that now, but it used to be that way back in the day. I do remember that. They um so David could, let could the kid, David let the kid he was supposed to do that initiation rights with. He let him go. And mm-hmm. he was a Ted let's see. Wyndham and Ted's dad ended up looking him up. And um David had a military when he was sixteen he had a military uh commercial license because his foreman at the chain link fence company uh got it for him so he could drive their cement truck well ted windham's dad owned some trucks and he ended up 
finding him, looking him up and finding him and for letting his kid go. He ended up giving him a job running the West Coast in California for a few years because um, they were triplies to feed my people. And he did, and I don't remember what the guy's, the, the dad's name was, but he get, got a, gave him a job because they had their own trucks and shit for a while just to get him away from the family. But then after this deal in 2015 where they took Dave away and did whatever they did, he came back. Oh, hold on, Charles. He, he ended okay, up. Okay, um, hang on one second. Can you hold on one second, please? Charles is on my uh, phone, so it's hard for you guys to hear him. But he's trying oh, to ask you a right. question. So uh, hopefully you can hear him. Go ahead, Charles. Yeah, it's just, um, as far as needs, okay, because um, what you've been talking us okay it rings a bell on certain things also the other the other aspect to the thing is um what you were saying about the cops the cops that won't cooperate okay be winding up dead or missing or whatever somehow okay yeah. okay it uh, reminds me it reminds me of the um French cervical type thing okay and yeah. I, and I remember I remember um uh, a couple of years ago, there used to be on um on um was it YouTube? Well, it was on it was on the internet. It was a big poster of um, certain cops. Okay, and when um um cop was talking about um lives matter and all that type of stuff, and he was making the point that there were certain cops okay that stood up against the system okay that was moved on. And nobody never talks about them, you know, and stuff like that. And in other words, how we can make that connection between them and the missing kids and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, one thing that gave him a lot of access was Tom Molesky's dad was um, also the on horse patrol and he did the parks and that was one of the one of the things that one of the ways that they snagged him the kids then of course his wow. dad got and this was in the 80s yeah this was back in the late 70s and the 80s and yeah, i'm trying to they were sacrificing a lot of children on the uh, Presidio Army Base in San Francisco, and they closed that Army Base down. But um, there was reports that came out that said that they were playing these sick games with these children, releasing them to these massive tunnels and making them run for their lives through these tunnels. And then when they would catch them, they would rape them and do all these horrible things to them and then kill them. And see, they and had that the was right around Philly too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're sick. Man. That's crazy. They didn't do that in Florida. Don't they? Uh, I think that kind of stopped back I in the seventies. I think 70s, it happens you know? all over the world, really. Well, you, you might be right. Like in the, you know, like in the, like in the country part, yeah. Let me tell you, if you guys have not ever listened to Kay Griggs, which you probably have by now on YouTube, she's a, um, she was married to some high general in the government, I think, I want to say during like the Clinton administration, somewhere around there. 
But um, okay, maybe it was uh, the uh, Daddy Bush who just died. Maybe it was during his administration, somewhere around there. But she was married to someone who was really high up in the government, and this guy would get drunk, and he was into all this horrible sacrificing and all this stuff with these um, government officials, and he would get drunk and he would come in and beat her. And um, and then he would just spill his heart out and tell all the secrets um, that he was involved in, and she would write it down. And she did a video, and you, if you see the video, it's very dated. You know, you could tell it was probably done like the 80s or early 90s or something. But she said that she did that video, which is probably about eight hours long, um, to save her life because she felt like they were going to kill her because she, I mean, she told everything. She told, she told everything. She told how they would, um, the government officials would, would um, bring these um, young teenagers over from from other countries and uh, young boys and have sex with them and everything. She said how the how they um, film each other having sex in um, in caskets and and doing oral sex on each other. The men in the government. Oh, and they would film these rituals so that they could silence them, so that they could keep them it's quiet. It's like Pizzagate, wasn't it? No, this was before all of that. It, it's really very interesting. I mean, and she names names. You probably saw it, Charles. She she names names. Um, I, I saw yeah. that. That was actually really good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, her husband just disappeared. Her husband disappeared, and she hadn't seen him in years. And and I don't know what happened after that. I don't even know if she's still alive. But I often think about her, and I say, Lord, I hope this lady didn't get killed because she told a lot. And while she's not exactly talking about targeting and the way we get targeted, but it helps you to understand the the rituals and things that they do and the secrecy that they're under and the, and 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 what keeps them quiet because she said how one of their rituals they have to get in the casket have sex with another man in the casket um do oral all kind of stuff while it's being filmed and that keeps them quiet because they don't want that exposed and i believe it's the same thing they do with celebrities when they do the rituals and things they're holding something serious over their head well, this program here is secrecy. This what we dealing with, the, the perps and stuff. They, I think it's something they're holding against them, too. It is. Yep, you're right. I believe that. It, this, this is all supposed to be, supposedly be secrecy. A lot of things has been leaked out. I mean, things that we don't know, but it's a lot of things we do know from it being leaked out and, and going mm -hmm. right online to, to see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're right. It, uh, if I could just quick ask something. Um, you were talking about David Schurter earlier, and part of my story deals with an underground city under Fargo where I was kept, and it seems like there's a lot of connections with Omaha and Nebraska. Is there a way that I could like get an email to um, David Schurter through Deb um, asking him some questions about Omaha because it seems like there's a connection with this and child trafficking under the city of Fargo with that hospital? You know what? Type in, go to YouTube and type in David Schurter. And, 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 I did. Um, he didn't have any comments, and now I don't have a computer because I fried my computer. I may be able to send an email through Deb, but that's the most I can hope to do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not in touch with David anymore, but I yeah. just know that, that he does YouTube videos. I don't have his number. I don't contact him anymore. 
Yeah, I, I was I was a member, uh, a subscriber to his until I lost my um, computer. They fried four computers of mine and four phones right in my hand. They don't want um, me connecting with anyone. Oh wow! Well, I don't I don't know his info his contact information. Yeah, but when we're talking about underground facilities, I was told by someone who has a high level Freemasonic family member. And they said there was a city under Fargo, and that underground city had 900 satan full-time satanic priests. They actually used the word full-time. A priest is someone who offers sacrifice. Sorry for interrupting. You know, one day I want to I want to um, continue my research on um, I think it's the Denver airport that has all the satanic symbols inside the airport, and they said that there's an underground tunnel being made under there or something that leads to I don't know what. Uh, some people say that I the actually, underground. I actually met someone who claimed to work in the underground city under Denver. Oh, yeah? Hopefully there is an underground city under there. Yeah, he said Denver, Florida, and Michigan were the underground cities he worked in. Hmm. Oh, you heard was it was a prison it... under there, Charles? Charles said he heard it was a giant prison under there. Well, I understand there's a FEMA camp uh, that's being full-time processing in Florida. I heard there was one under NASA and another one under um, uh, Disney World. But since then, I've yeah. come to learn that there's more, and um, yeah, near the NASA, he didn't specify which one he worked at. Yeah, that's true. Wow. And I wonder if we're up under that, that Phoenix program. Um, I hear a lot about that. You know, because they're using the drones, and the drones be going up to the, you know, up to space. You know, like this Phoenix, the space program, you know, is, is they, you know, hooking us up with that, you know, as we've been, you know, experimenting on for certain reasons, you know, or is it just... I do uh, uh, just, I think it's a yeah. conglomerate, though. I, I, I still think it's a conglomerate. Everybody using it for their own use, like law enforcement using it for their practice, and, you know, you got, like, this rich people, or, you know, just some people using it just to, they don't like you, someone that you made enemies with, you know, so you're just being tortured, and you got some people uh, using it for medical reasons, you know, like the hospital. You know, I think it's a conglomerate. They all, everybody got their hands in it, using it for a reason, and using us for a reason. we just uh, like a guinea pig, and people getting paid off of it. That's what I think was going on. I think yeah. they have a right. Around. Why do I need eight drones? Why does a person with Lyme disease who can barely walk, why do I need eight drones? Granted, yeah, not crazy. all of them are probably for me, but it seems a bit of overkill. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I really think it's a conglomerate. They, they're using us, all, everybody's using us for different reasons. You know, uh, some people say it's a depopulation program, too. Yeah, all I know is it's about depopulation. Say again, Renata. I said it's some sick, satanic stuff. That's all I know. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. 
Um, I used to notice when I would go to work at like six in the morning a couple of years ago, this place I used to work at, and it would be really, really, really dark when I would go outside. And I would notice this star, I would think it was a star at first, a star in the sky. Um, and it would seem to move when I would move, but you know, stars seem, seem to do that, but this would shine brighter than any of the stars in the sky. And as I would travel along the highway, because I had to drive quite a ways to work, um, I would get to work and it would be dark. Now, it was, it was dark when I would leave home, but it'd be light there. And that same quote unquote star, which I later realized was probably a drone that seemed to be attached to me in some kind of way, um, it would still be there. And I would notice this every day. I haven't looked up lately. Hmm. I don't even care anymore. But um, oh, I yeah, you know, I remember um, years ago, this T.I. lady and she's she's from California, like I am, um, but she's probably about two hours away. I remember she called me and she was just crying and she was saying that um, that this drone was attached to her and that the drone would go anywhere that she would go and that like she would just be tortured when she'd look up in the sky and see it there. And she said that she worked at a um, uh, some kind of law firm. Well, her husband owned this law firm, and she worked in the law firm. And then she ended up um, having an affair with a female coworker. So I guess she was, you know, gay or lesbian or whatever. And the husband was mad about that. Um, but she said that he worked on some of this directed energy stuff, and that he worked on that project with that drone thing. And so when he got mad at her for having that affair with the woman, then he, I guess she said he attached that drone to her. So I, I know that that kind of stuff really happens. Cause look at that lady telling me that her husband worked on that secret project. And I remember seeing, you know, that drone where I went. I believe that was a drone cause it was brighter than any star. And it wasn't shaped like a, um, like a star. Especially if it was a lot bigger, too. Yeah, and brighter and rounder, yeah. you know. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff I have to give to God, because if I entertain that too too much, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you don't get, yeah, 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 give it to God. That'll, that'll take you farther than you want to go. But, you know, they have mm -hmm. all these people. They have all kinds of technology and, you know, tricks up their sleeve. As long as I'm covered by the blood, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus, so I ain't worried about it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I try to maintain the best I can, you know, uh, considering the obstacles that I'm dealing with, with you know, family members kind of like, shooing away from me, you know, my wife, uh, you know, shooing away from me, you know, flipped on me. So it's kind of hard dealing with that, you know, with this program that they, you know, proceeding us through, you know, what they, I mean, like I said, they get, they mess with your heartstring. They take away what you love the most, you know. Um, they are, take you, away are, are you and your wife, are, are you and your wife still together or? Yeah, yeah, we still live together, but she never here. She always. You know, I'm on a disability. I'm home. 
she just never here, never. She always with her her sister, or if she get out work, she go right over there. She never, you know, hanging out with me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not gonna give it no. Uh, I mean, I didn't argue to him, blue in the face with her with that, and she just like ignore that, like you know. So I'm tired of going through that. I'm not gonna, you know, uh, give it no more energy. That you know, it's just like dead air. Because you know, um, I think my wife under mind control. I think they then you know brainwashed her. So I can't get through to her no more. You know, I be trying to Have tell you her things. To her about not have you ever talked to her about targeting? Does she understand uh, it? Yeah, I did. I oh man, my wife. Yeah, yes, I talked to her about targeting. Yeah, and I was going when I first was going through all this. Yeah, I used to always have we'd be together, and they're like, "Look, see, look, this happened. See, see, see." And you know, before she got turned and flipped, before her sister flipped her, she was actually seeing what was going on, and all of a sudden she mm-hmm. turned against me. So. Just a little upset about that. That's why I said I didn't want to get into it, you know, because it just upset me more and more. I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I try to get through to my wife and tell her, you know, she just, you know. I know a couple of T.I.s I was talking to, you know, in um, the past few months. They was like, you know, when they get uh, – when they get turned and and uh, brainwashed, you know, you like you talking to dead air, you know, and it seems like that is true because she don't even be listening to what I'm saying. She don't even want to see the stuff, the articles and stuff. She don't even want to see it. See, you know, like she don't even want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Every time to show a video on it or an article or something, she don't even want to see it. Every time to give it a flight, she don't want to see it. None of that. So I think they be having them on the gag order, you know. Tell him not to say that, not yeah. to speak, not to talk about it. You know. I told her, I said, you done made a deal with the devil. I hope you know that. It's kind of hard if they won't acknowledge it, you know. But at least you have. No, to at all. At all. And my other family members, I I asked them, was did they have anything to do with it? They no, oh no, man, no, I would never do no mess like that, you know. So, but yet yeah, it still it still shows because you know I know how it used to be. Your family come around you and stuff like that. You would see them periodically, but I don't even see them at all. You know, didn't even call it. I mean, Merry Christmas, any of that. So I know something up. Yeah. It's not normal. Fine. Yeah. It's not normal. Anybody else have this type of problem? Any other? Where the family, else on the line? What, what do you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're saying what, what type of problem where the family doesn't contact you for holidays and things? Yeah, holidays and, you know, or, and they just saying they don't have nothing to do with it and, you know, you and, and uh, you find yourself seeing like you, you, you realize you're being isolated, you know. I mean, it'll take long to figure that out, but, you know, you you know, every day be the same thing. You'll know that. What's up? You just see people just, you know. Uh, Charles, Charles was saying something to you. Go ahead, Charles. You know, you said anybody has that problem. I think we all going through that. I know I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
real supposed to be real close to me and stuff. I mean, the, you know, doing um, I mean, shady shit, you know, and uh, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, really. So you got to um, stay strong, distance mm-hmm. yourself yeah, from right. them as much as possible. Yeah. 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 You know, and then one of the goals of this program is to remove all forms of support from you, from the target. Yeah. And that yeah. is uh, all kind of uh, social support, uh, financial support, of course, um, any kind of mental, emotional, emotional, you know, any kind of support. You know, you you probably like the rest of us at one time had people that you could lean on people that you could talk to. Oh, yeah. You know, all of that type of support, any kind of emotional support, that is normally removed from the target. Now, there are Well, my wife was my best friend. My wife was my best friend. We talked all the time. You know what I mean? Like, we go Mm -hmm. do things together, go places, you know, and and they took that away from me. So I already know what's up. Like, she more like your sister and stuff and not, you know, and and when she do be home, she ain't going to be saying nothing to me. So they've like pretty much brainwashed her to the oblivious. Oh, I'm so like, sorry. It's very frustrating, very frustrating. But I just, but I know what they're trying to do. They want me to act out. They want me to do something to get myself go to jail. So I'm not stupid. I ain't, I'm not stupid. So I just say, okay, I see where that's going. I just get in that Bible. I start reading the Bible more and more and more. I just get into now, the Word you, of God. Do, do, you, do you and your wife have children? No, we got no kids, but we've been married over 20 years. Okay. okay. Oh, you yeah. guys have been married a long time, yeah. Yeah, since 1998. <laughs> okay, Ch- Charles wants to ask you a question. that you might have missed he said that her i think he said that her sister yes all of us is all close to her so her yep. he thinks his he thinks they got to the sister and the sister got to the wife yes yes so, uh, I mean, so then did y'all ever i mean like did you ever i mean approach her and said look let's uh sit down and try to work this out and stuff like that and what was the reaction Oh, we did all that. There. Now she, now she didn't made up a fake protege, like as in almost saying like, like I've done something wrong to her. Like she didn't turn to a narcissist. Like, no, nah, I can't deal with this more. Deal with what? Deal with what? What I did to you? Oh, the way you acting, you acting crazy now. You talking about some, uh, talking about some devices in the walls. What the hell? You, what did you talk? You know. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little upset. You know, I'm acting almost as if she's right next to me, but. She just like really lost her mind, you know. Like she, she don't get it. I know she get it, but she trying to. She like she, she's uh gaslighting me all at once. You know what I mean? Like she trying to make it seem like I'm the problem when she's the problem. 
Like, she didn't got taught what to do and what to say and how to say it to me, you know? So that's what I'm going through. Like, she's not listening to anything I tell her, you know. She come home with a nasty attitude. She walk out the door with a nasty attitude, don't speak, don't even say goodbye, nothing. I said, now, nah, you doing this? Girl? I said, someone's going to happen to you. I said, you get in the car accident or something, you know, you ain't speak to me. You ain't speak when you're going to sleep, none of that. I said, something happened to you, then, you know, you, you playing with God. I just told her, I said, you know, you're not even saying I love you, good night, nothing. And if she leave the house, she didn't say, uh, see you later, honey, nothing. She just walked clean out the door. How and long said, has she been acting this way? How long has she been acting uh, this way? How long uh, has she been acting? I would say probably about almost a good two years, almost. Oh, man. When, so we moved back down, when we moved back down south here, uh, uh, my mom passed away, and it got a lot worse when my mom passed away. My mom passed away in 2016, and um, it got a whole lot worse when my, mom, when my mom passed away. I was close with my mom, and uh, we moved down closer to her mom, which where my mom was standing also close to this, you know, down south. So we moved, you know, close to her mom and her sister, which she like five minutes away from them now. And that's like the worst mistake I ever made. Oh man! You know, it just, well, it just, you know, it just, I, I can tell you as a, I can tell you as a married person, they um, definitely try to infiltrate the marriage. They do. We go through it over here too. Yes, we go through it over here too. Yes, but uh, you know what? I thank God hey. often that I don't have I don't have a lot of in laws. <laughs> so I really thank God yeah. for that. Um, but the few that I have, they have tried it. They they have they have definitely tried it. And I, so I know what you I mean. do want to say this. I, I mean, cut you off. I do want to say this here, Renetta, man. Um, that I know this right. That she now, now my wife, mom. Now I I guarantee this was going on. I'm being targeted by Jehovah's Witness. They have a mind control behavior manipulation program. I, I'm not saying they ain't the only ones, but you know they are deeply part of it because her mom is deep Jehovah's Witness. You know, uh, I'm about this. You know, my wife used to be Jill Witness, and we got married. She turned to about this. Um, and I think they're the ones who are doing this. I mean, I mean, I had them come to my house all the time now. They don't come on the weekends. They come through the weekday, which they never did before. You know, uh, just be showing up at your house and stuff like that there. And, um, you know, and I think I'm being targeted by them. I, so I started doing my research, and I started looking up, and they were running our programs the same as the government. Yeah, a lot of people say that about the. Look it uh, up. Look it up. Look up. Look up. Jehovah Witness yeah, mind control. I've heard. Look that up. You'll see it. Yes, I've heard. I've heard. You yes, look it up and you'll heard. see it on there. And, and I said, man, they must be. They must be targeting me, and they must be like I'm getting, you know, tortured and all this by, you know, they they experiment torturing me, you know, because that's one of the main things. If you're not a Jehovah Witness, they they want they'll break up the marriage. Yeah. You know, that's part of that too. They, yeah, they, they don't do want no too. outsiders. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then they they shoot, they shoot, they uh, you know, if you if you become like you know, they like they ask you, you know, like you can't, and they probably you know, uh, cause my wife love her family, and she probably they probably threatening, oh, you know, we ain't gonna talk you no more, we ain't gonna do this no more. So it's either gonna be you or him. Which one you gonna do? You gonna you gotta turn against him, and you gotta do this, or you gotta start this, you gotta do this, you know. I think they they threaten her, you know. But y'all yeah, been married over twenty years. You yeah, I know. I, but I think her mom been holding that grudge. I think her mom been holding that grudge that long. Wow. 
Because we, you know, her, we didn't get no consent from her mom to get married. You know what I mean? You know, my wife was 21, I was 25, you know, um, when we got married. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't get no, uh, no, I was 24 and she was 20. And um, we, I mean, she didn't, you know, we kind of got married at the courthouse. That's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't, like, have no big wedding. Well, we didn't either. We didn't either. And, and I um, think, and I think, uh, you know, her mom was holding a resentment secretly, you know, because like she seemed like for the first year or two, it was all right, you know, everything is cool, you know, and, and stuff, and you know, then we started taking trips together and doing stuff together. Then you know, then it just it just stopped, like it just like dialed down. Like I say, within a good like our fourteen, fifteen year marriage, it just started dialing down, and then, then she just. Like, her mom just kind of, like, dissing herself from us. It's like, you know, it was nothing. And then, um, you know, then all of a sudden, her, her mom just, like, just completely just, just stopped talking to her. Just not even talk. You know, I'm like, why don't you call your mom? See how your mom doing? You know, she only called. And then her mom would call sometime and say, oh, that time to come on and fix the computer, my computer, and just something simple like that. And then, you know. But, that, but that you know what, but, but what you're describing, that's how Jehovah Witnesses are. They don't deal with people outside of the Jehovah Witness thing. Yeah, I know. That's what I yeah. researched. I did a lot that, of research. That tell you right there, it's a cult. That tell you right there, that's a cult. Oh, yeah, it's a cult. Definitely a cult. Mm-hmm. Definitely a cult. And, uh, yeah. and I think that her mom holds that resentment. She never let that go. She never let that go, that we got married and all that stuff. I think her mom, and that's sad to say, out of all these years, I really think her mom, two decades we've been married, so I think her mom holds that resentment and, and, uh, and doing this to me with this uh, got me put on a list. I, I really feel something like that didn't happen, you know. I'm not sure that, that she got me on the list, but I know they're involved. But I don't know if she's the one that actually put me on the list. You know, I, I am a, a, a government employee. I'm on disability through the government. I worked at the government. You know, um, I heard they do it too when you go on uh, disability. They they put you on the list too. The people that go on disability, I heard that too. Well, I noticed I noticed my targeting when um, when I was working for the government. Now I don't know. Part of me thinks that they're the ones that put me in this program, but you know we'll never know. But I will say that I noticed it when I was working for the state. That's when I first noticed. But now I'm thinking it goes back further than that. But that's when it, they really went live on me when I was working for the state. Well, hopefully all this come out, man. Ho- hopefully, like, we find out, you know, who did this to us. Like, hopefully this stuff start coming out, you know, um, because it's not cool. Uh, I mean, family turn against you and, you know, trying to isolate you. No, this is this is not cool. This is not cool. But you and know what? The, the, the power that, I... that they have to do that that is that's crazy but you know what if i i mean i i, I know that god will bring all of this to light because everything's coming to oh, yeah. light eventually yeah but if I, had to, if I had to redo this um i'm still good with the people who i don't deal with anymore i'm good because they showed me who they are and i believe them i don't want nothing to do with them ever again i don't i wish them well i pray for them and i, I still do i pray for them you know, I hope they get it right with God, but I'm good. I don't, I don't want to deal with them. Because yeah, I, 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 
would never do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to any of my relatives. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's Fred, cold, man. That's, nobody. I, mean, how could I wouldn't you do live? it. How could you? How could you have anything to do with God and, and do that? And that's my my problem. With you got a lot of I got a lot of relatives that just claim to be holy, but thou, and they I feel they're involved. Like how you have anything to do with God? That God don't mix. God is love. That ain't that ain't God character of God. You can't so serve really, two what we, what we can't really serve saying, What we really saying is that there are Satanists in the family, really. Because because exactly. if you, you can't serve you worshiping Satan. Period. Amen. So these ones in the family who claim to be Christians, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, there's no way you can be a Christian and, and be doing that. There's no way you can be a Christian, especially knowing the, 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 the totality of what's being done to us, what the outcome and everything that they do. There's no way you can be a Christian. That ain't God. There's no one in the Bible God talk about doing an innocent person like this. No you tell it, Kevin. Yes, sir. Uh, you tell it, Kevin. Hi, Renata. It's Paula. Oh, how you Hi, doing? How are you? Hey, Kevin. How you doing? Hey, Hi, Renata. All right, how about you? All right. <laughs> I'm listening to y'all. I'm listening. You're right about that. God is love. You ain't never right about that. But you got to remember, we don't fight against flesh and blood. It's the, the spirit of principalities. That's all it is. It's a spirit. It's a spirit warfare. That's all it is. And they continue yeah. to do things over and over. I'm at my mother's house now, and my mother told me, Paula, when does the uh, lab, the lab people call you and tell you got lab work? It's not, they don't. I said, your doctor have to order your lab work. I said, Ma, there's some people, they just still continue to target. They, you, I said, these are the things that they do. These are the things that they do. They do little mind games. They try to yeah. play with her psyche. You see what I'm saying? They try uh -huh. to play with her psyche. They already changed her lab work. They already put down her, she was tested positive for opiates and morphine, which she doesn't even take. She doesn't do drugs. She's 76 years old, 74, and she wow. doesn't do drugs. So these, these are the games that they play. Paula, uh -huh. can I say something? Um, mm -hmm. I've heard other people say that they have tested positive for hard drugs that they don't do. Um, uh -huh. And I'm wondering if people like that is something getting slipped on them. Maybe that test result is accurate, but maybe they're getting something slipped in their food or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, that could be true, too. You're right. But I believe that they was the, the technician who did the blood test was paid off to switch okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, At my health to me in the hospital? They did that to discredit me. But with the church thing, if Deb is still on the line when she was talking about the satanic ritual abuse, all those Satanists were in churches to be hunting people. She can talk about Pretending yeah, like the so Christians. You know, yep, you go where the hunting's good, and if you're hunting Christians, you want to go into a church. But they are um, also another key about this drug thing. I had an old boyfriend who, um, multi, multi-millionaire, and he asked me one time what I thought of the stock market, and I said I thought it was rigged, and he laughed, and he said, you're right. He goes, that's why I put my money with a big, I invest my money with big money in. And he said he, had, he was invested in two private prisons. And so the best workers are um, low-level drug. So they're trying to put it, make us all 
uh, basically uh, uh, criminals to put us away. Right. Let me see if Paula wants to say anything because I know she didn't really have a chance to talk and we're going to be ending pretty soon. Go ahead, Paula. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to give you and anybody else who's spiritual this um, prayer. It's on okay. YouTube. I listened mm-hmm. to it from 10 o'clock this morning to 5 something to my, this evening. I mean, I listened to it over and over. It, it covers what we're going through and targeting. Um, for healing, um, it names every part of the body that they're, they're targeting on us. Um, it's by Cindy Trim, T-R-I-M-L. Oh, let me write oh that down. Gosh. Oh, that prayer is oh, holy. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, oh, okay, let me get a pen. Hold on. Let me write that down. Oh, yes, that, okay. is the, that is the most powerful prayer. I've listened to that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Renata, are you talking about all day? I'm talking about I let them. Hey, what's the name of that? Okay. Um, it's, it's okay. Cindy Trim. T R I M M Trim. Right? C I N D. Her name is Cindy. 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 And then the last name is T R I M M. And then she has one Warfare Prayer. So if you put in Cindy Trim Warfare Prayer. But I need you to I, I no, I need you to listen to this one. Type in healing prayer, Cindy Trim. The oh, one the that's showing her Yeah, the healing one. I need you can read along with it. If you don't know the words that she's saying, you're gonna read along as it comes up to word for word what she's saying. And it covers every part of your body that, that they're targeting us on, um, every area of our life with that. It's targeted. So I, I said these things over and over. You know, the Bible said what you confess with your mouth come to pass. So if you repeat in prayer, you repeat in healing in your life and in your body. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Okay, so that, so you type in healing prayer by Cindy Trim. And you're gonna you're gonna play that thing over and over. I'm telling you, she covers. Uh, thank you so much, Father. Every man, she's a prayer warrior for. Oh my God! Oh Lord, I said, Lord, I thank you, God. I thank you for just bringing that lady in my life. Now, how I got her is another lady sent me another prayer. It's called Atomic Prayer by her. When she gave me that, I was um, I typed in healing prayer, and I came up with her. When I came, when I read, when I heard that thing, I can't stop listening to it. I can't stop. Now I need it in the car. I need it in the house. I need it at work. I need it everywhere. That prayer is powerful. Yes. Wow. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you gonna you can read along with it. Just read along. Read through everything she's saying. It goes slow, and you can read every word from word for what she is saying. And it all, if you think about it and read it, you're gonna say, Oh my God! Oh my God! You, you're gonna know that it's 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 regarding targeting, it's regarding targeting, and what they okay. do to our, what what they do unto our bodies. Yeah. Oh my God, wow. I love that prayer. Thank you. But yeah, I, I just wanted to share that with y'all. But I was listening to y'all also. If Deborah Trim, I'm mean, I'm sorry, Deb, Deb, not Deb Trim, Deb Olson is still on the on the line. I wanted to tell you, I was listening to you, um, last night. I fell asleep listening to you. Um, you gave a re, uh, interview on Migs B. Um, I'm um, an you, uh-huh. Go ahead. She did it. Are you, you there? Are you there, Dan? 
Yeah, I'm here. Deb, okay, she, she, you, you did an interview with Migs B. I was listening to your your thing was powerful too. Oh my God, you went through some stuff. I I, I heard your interview last night. I fell asleep uh-huh. on listening to you on Migs B. You did one with Migs B. I guess a few months ago. Yeah. 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 That was powerful. That was really powerful. Yeah. So um, she I I just interviewed with her too. She's gonna post mine soon too. Oh, cool. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, at least we all survived. Worldwide. This is crazy, yeah. man. We all going through this. Here. It's, it's it's real, real, real bad. That they need to fix this. You know, uh, just need to be fixed. Yeah. yeah. Pray for okay, the executive yeah. orders to go through. Pray for the executive orders to go through to, for the indictments. Just pray for the executive orders to go through. Ask God. Just ask God. He'll open up doors of heaven. He will open them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen. Uh, 818, I just unmuted you. Hello? 818. Okay. California, well, I, th- I think you're unmuted, 818. Okay, well, you guys can go ahead. They're, they're unmuted. They can speak if they like. Yeah, so um, it, it's it's powerful. It's it's powerful. And, and and Kevin, I wanted to say to you, I know I hear your testimony every time, and that's how I know you're a true target because you say the same thing over and over and over. About oh yeah, doing <laughs> this life. is real with me. You know? Oh, I, I I know it. You know I know it. You know I know it. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm going through it. They they do they do so much mind control. They doing so much mind control on on yeah. people. Like I told you before, it's not really your wife. It's it's the spirit, the demonic spirit they got in her. The same woman that you looked at for all the years, that you loved before, that you still love. You know, it's a you know, you inside. said the same thing my brother said. My, that I, uh-huh. I was I was wondering was my brother involved, but he said that same exact thing what you just said. It ain't your wife. It's the it's the um like the de- like the spirit the the devil. Like the the spirit, like the Satan, in, you know, moving her. Yes, it's not actually yes, her. Yes, and, yes, and, and, yes. And you know why? You have to realize too that they have handlers in your wife's life. They have hand her, yeah. her yes. relatives are being like used her sister, her. like her sister. Yes, is a handler. They're being, they're being she can't see her up her and, and like you said, she's spending she's spending a lot of time around them. So every time we get in here and we argue about something, her sister call right Every time. She soon as she get home, we get in the about my about my targeting and stuff, I be trying to talk to her. That phone call will ring so quick and I'm supposed to be round the phone. Get round I said, Man, she can't you just left her. She can't let her breathe. Okay, but can I um can I can I give you a bit of um wisdom when it comes to uh-huh. I'm I'm married too. Been married a long time. But it's oh no, this overbearing here. What's going on though, Renetta? This okay, but let, let, let me just let me just give you a little bit of wisdom. Okay, something that I had to come to with with dealing with target targeting and marriage. Um, try to keep it separate if you can. Bring your targeting uh, situations and your concerns and and the fact that we need to talk about this and to vent and to get it out. 
try to bring that to the TI community. If your wife is not receiving of it, she was receiving it at one time, but now she has these handlers, so she's not receiving of it. Just try to get back to who you were before the targeting with your spouse. That's what I had to come to. I do not talk to, I've been married 20, 25 years, okay, almost 26. I um, had to kind of minimize my conversation about the targeting because my husband was not as receiving of it. And then I had to realize that he does not understand it on the level that I understand it. He is targeted as well, but he handles it totally different than I do. And I am the main target. I'm the main target. Okay, and he, but, my children, is what I consider secondary targets. They're targeted because they're after me. So they're targeting the people around well, me. But see, yeah, they, ain't they ain't turn your husband against you and have him using weapons on you and stuff, right? They try. See, that's they what's try. going on with me, though. And, they well, well, let me tell phone. you, but, but, she gotta, but wait. She got to turn on my my engine light. Come on, man. Like, I'm going through a whole let lot. Let me tell you. That's all let I'm me trying to tell you. They did. It's crazy. But, but let me tell you, they try. I take it to the throne, okay? I take that to God, and, and he's helping me to, to learn how to deal with this. But they are going to try to turn your spouse against you. And I am telling you, if you want to keep your marriage together, try to keep it separate and just try to get back to just being a married couple. And that's a process. It ain't, she ain't gonna be too receiving of that, but try to minimize the targeting talk, okay? And God will bring her around because in the beginning, my husband, I would say, do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see, you? because I'm seeing all this stuff happening to me. Yeah, he yeah. was not seeing it. He was like, I don't, I mean, police are, are supposed to be out here. Yeah, but did you just see there were 10 every block we went, you know, and he was not understanding it. And so I had to learn to let it go because it was making me bitter. Like, how come he don't see this? You know, I know he see this. He must be involved with it. You know, they're going to put all that in your head. Yeah. But then eventually yeah. they turned on him too. And then he started to see it. You know what I'm saying? But even now, yeah. and this is this is part of the reason why I created this call, because I needed to talk about it. He wasn't understanding it. And he wasn't doing that but making things bad over here. So I created this call because I'm the type I need to process, okay? So you just need to find someone to process to. Just understand that she doesn't necessarily understand. She's not walking in your shoes. Yes, she should be there. She should. Mine should be there, which he is at this point, but it was a process. And I'm just telling you that to make it easier on yourself, just kind of back away from the whole conversation. We cannot force anybody to understand us, to support us, to be there for us, although they should be, because we would for them, but it is what it is, you know? And so just kind of back off a little bit of the conversation with the targeting and then just try to you know just try to romance her again would you like to go to the movies with me no i don't want to go nowhere with you you weird okay yeah yeah that's that's you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like we have that's what to I get. learn we have to learn back to the serenity prayer i don't ask her no more lord help me to accept the things i cannot change help me to accept my wife in this this situation you know, she's not, she's, you know, I give her to you, you know, okay. She don't want to go to the movie. That's fine. You just put on your, your, your video and you sit there and you watch your video. A couple of days later, make her a nice little meal. You know, just I'm always doing that. Every day. I do that all the time. 
And she don't even, okay, she so just go right back on my target. She just start charging that, that same, I'll fix her dinner, go bring her dinner and eat, and she only say thank you sometime, and man, the next day she'll be right. Are you still there? Did his phone hang up? Yeah, I think he got knocked off. I don't know if that makes... Yes, hi. Lauren, how are you? Happy New Year. Lauren, my friend! My friend! Yeah, how are you? (laughs) How are you doing? Are you in California now? I am, I am. I'm still homeless. I'm in a, a like a woman's transitional shelter, and I hope they can help us find housing out here. And I'm periodically doing the call once a week, but I'm a, I'm a little lower today. Uh, Ryan and his friend came on my call last night and put porno on all night on my screen. So I'm just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. The guy really gave me to told him, uh, OSI co-host. Ryan has a female partner, and I didn't even announce the call to everyone. It was a quiet little call. We're working out some things, end of the year, going very nice. And and all of a sudden that came on, and then she began speaking to me, really disrespectful, because I kept saying, I don't know who you are. A young voice. She said, I kept saying, you sound juvenile almost. You're coming in as OSI co-host. Okay, and evidently in the community that got, you know, they've been attacking me, but the last straw was to come in, and I'm not even reaching out to the community. I just want to do my own thing, and I have to watch almost two hours of porno on my laptop, and then they're laughing at his call. He's ugly. He's a very ugly man, but regardless of all of that, I'm out here, and I'm going to have a... um, if anybody, we're gonna, I'm going to do prayer and some other avenues I have. So everyone's invited, if you like. Tomorrow's the last day of the year. Please come in. It's 9 o'clock Eastern time. Right here on TalkShoe, but I think I'm going to leave after Ryan's chokehold. And my call, everyone, is 144771. It's the same. But as far as the new group and stuff, I'm done, you know, with the attack and slander. I was viciously attacked even before I moved to California. By all of them, and I, I don't think it's cool. I, I can respect differences, different visions, different philosophies, but I don't need to attack anyone to to make sure they come to my call. It was never a competition with me. But last night I was really grossed out. I was really, as a woman, uh, the N word was constantly said. As a black woman, although I don't really like to call myself that, I'm a he. I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I don't like those terms anymore. Uh, but regardless, again, I, I, I can have my own philosophy, and I don't bother other moderators. I don't hack their calls. I don't slander them. I don't promote their calls knowing that they're a rapist and a racist. I don't do that. And it, Lauren, um, let me I ask think you a question. Lauren, let me ask you a question. I thought you came when you, I thought when you moved out here, you were moving with your other sister. I thought so too. She's under Section 8 and got perped really bad. We weren't allowed to stay with her more than two weeks per the laws of Section um, 8. Yeah, oh, no. and I long, yeah, and I think that that was also kind of perped, if you know what I mean. So in the meantime, my life is, uh, my stuff is in storage and I'm on a top bunk and my ill sister's at the bottom and we've got to get up today at 2.30 in the morning to get her, her to dialysis and me at 8 o'clock for an in-home support training. Uh, it's been very hard. To, uh, <laughs> to maneuver ourselves, but everybody, with the help of God, I am just as scrappy as these cats and dogs in this tough neighborhood. So, everyone's invited tomorrow. 
Okay, yeah. Lauren, wait a minute. Are you on any list for housing? Is that looking Yeah, good I, I am actually. That is, but it's a process. I'm on all the lists, and in, including with my sister in Section 8. Now you have to navigate and find buildings and stuff that will actually take it. So it's not, you know what I mean? And that's can, hard. That's, I heard that's hard. Yeah, that's very hard. It's like they, they treat you kind of like it's on your own, you know, after that. And I'm, I, I don't even know. I don't even recognize the city anymore. This isn't Los Angeles. This is Babylon. This is horrible. Um, yeah, I heard. So, but I'll, I think I'll manage through. It's hard. It's been hard, but I didn't realize how scrappy I am. I'm a tough old bird now. So, but, okay, yeah. so Lauren, 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 mm -hmm. please let me know if I can help you in any kind of way, okay? Thank you, Renata. That means an awful lot to me. I do hope have yeah. a happy new year with your family and and, any, and then those of you listening, if you have nowhere to go and want to listen to a uh, actually a positive call. <laughs> Please come on by. Okay. What is your call? What is your call? <laughs> it's tomorrow. I'm going to do a New Year's Eve. I'm on talk to you. The same phone number as Renata, except my call number is one four four seven seven one. One four four seven seven one. Mm -hmm. What what time are Lauren? What time? Um, uh, the, uh, the usual time would be nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock uh, if you're in Pacific time zone. So. 6 p.m. in the evening, and 9 o'clock oh. if you're on the East Coast. Okay, so it'll be 9 o'clock in Florida. So. Uh, yes, you are correct. Yes, everyone, and I hope you can. And then whatever everyone does, please have a happy new year. And just be weary of some people in our community that, um, you know, have some very, very hateful motivations going into a new year. And that, that's what I want to um, do. I just want to say Ella, Ella Free is having a call tomorrow for New Year's, too, for anybody who wants to go to Ella's call. Hmm. Okay. And a question I want to ask you real quick, Tiamat. How are they able to click? Because I, I got hung up on I was just talking to you. Like, how are they able to do that? I, I really would like to know how are they doing this. Um, I believe there's a I lot of hacking. Hearing, I mean, like they're saying the moderator. They're saying that they hack into the moderator and like, I wonder how do they hang uh, up while you on calls? Like, how do they hang um, up on you? They, they well, did I it through your phone. Through your oh, phone. is that how they, they spoofed my yeah. phone? Yeah. How? But, how? But, how? Act, how but actually, they, they actually have access to your, our phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there's certain moderators how? that have hacking abilities, too, that will hack in. They will. They will. What you say? It's crazy, man. <laughs> You be telling something like really serious, and then they hang up on you. Cause I don't like. That. I know, cause you and I are yeah. talking, and you dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do not like. Thank that. you, Renata, and everyone. Take care, and I'll talk. Happy New Year. Lauren, Take care. Lauren, call me. Call me one day, Lauren. Okay, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I will. I promise, I will. Yeah. Your calls are just okay. Mondays. Uh, Mondays and what? Oh uh, no, I'm actually doing a special call tomorrow night for New Year's Eve. My calls are always. What's your on normal Saturday. days? Saturday night, actually, 9 o'clock. Uh, oh, just night. Saturdays? Okay. okay. Yeah, so far just Saturdays, yeah. Oh, that's cool, Saturday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, thank you. You are so welcome. Hope you can drop by. Thank you. I will. Okay, so anyway, um, Kev, thank you so much, Lauren. I wish you and um, Lillian the best. Hope things work out for you. I hope so too. Um, Thank you. So, Kevin, I, I well, don't I, know if it I, was making sense. I just what, what I was saying. Well, I just wanted to say that you know when I do do stuff like that, 
she return it with nastiness. Like, she don't return it with uh, acting joyful after that. Like, you know, when you do something nice like that, she don't return it to, yeah. she just, like, start right back, you know, with, with uh, you know, the, like, purpose ways how our sister got her. You know, she'll get on from her sister and, and every talking, she'll be saying things that I know is concerning, you know, like my targeting, you know, and, and then, you yeah. know, she'll just up and leave, don't say that to me, don't speak to me, just walk right out the door. Like, what, who does that? Like, it just, I don't get it. And I don't say that. I usually used to say stuff. Like, I used to go off. But I don't, none of that, no more. Like, once I found out what they, they, what they was getting at, what they trying to do, they trying to, mm-hmm. you know, get you to act out, to, to hoping that you lose it, because that's what it's all about. Yeah. This control, losing control, losing yourself, you know, uh, that's what it's all about. It's our targeting. Everything that goes on with our targeting. They're hoping that you lose control and you just go off and, you know, if they can put you in a loony being or incarcerate you. That's what it's mm-hmm. all about. So I, that's why once I seen it, I don't give it no more energy. I just, like, I just, it be hurting, but I just give it to God. I just, like, yeah, that hurt 20-some years and she acting like that. I just give it to God. Just go ahead. Go about your business. All right. But you, I used to, like, really, you know, be argumentative. What what you doing? Why you can't say that to me? You know, get argumentative. You know, no more of that. I'm, like, tired of that. No more. I'm just, I don't give it no more energy, no more. Well, that's good. So you're making progress with it. That's good. Yeah, it's very upsetting, though. Trust me. If you only know what I'm going through. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. they just really turned my wife to, I don't know, like a robot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. Just got to keep going. Just got to keep going. Just got to keep moving. As long as I got God in my life, I'll be all right. Yes, that's yeah. true. You guys, I'm going to answer this call. Go ahead for a second. God is good, Kevin. God is good. God oh, is yeah. still bringing you along. He's still bringing you along. Amen. Strong. You know, he's bringing you along. Strong. Another thing is, like I said, it's a demonic spirit. Like your brother saying, it's a demonic spirit in her. But you know what? You got to look at her and say, thank God it's not me. Because they can have you controlled like that. They don't have you, that power over you. You see what I'm saying? Because you covered by the blood. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. You was covered by, you looking right. at her, you looking at a strange, a strange person, but you physically yeah. looking at your wife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, they don't have that over you. I mean, what, what my, my suggestion is continue to pray for her. Continue to pray for God, bring her out of it, to bring her out of it, because you love her and that's your wife, and you know you're looking at a stranger. That's not the lady you married. Yeah. And I be saying things and hoping that, that make her, you know, like to make her, you know, to, to stop, you know, I'll say something like, you know, you know, like to, just to make her, not to be sound insulting, I'll say something just to hoping that it's make her snap, it, don't, it just make it worse. I'm like, okay, I, I'm not doing it no more. I just forget about it. I just mm-hmm. pray about it from here on out because I can't get yep. through to her. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, right. I can't get right. through to her. Like, I I tell her, I say, I can't get through to you. I can't get through to you. So right. like, nope, nope. Right. Right, and, I'm like, and oh, you know, you know what the Bible really say. Her. You know what the Bible say. Not our will, but Thine will. You know what I mean? Yeah, amen. So it's, yeah. it has to be God's will. It has to be God's will. All you can do is plant the seed, and God will make it grow. So you pray for her. Yeah, amen. You pray for her, 
And God gonna God gonna see He gonna let you see it come out. It's gonna come out. I mean, she gonna be sick when she coming out of it. She gonna be sick because she got a lot of demons in her. And I'll be right there for you know. I, I mean, I'm, exactly. I'm here to, to exactly. Help her protect her, but she ain't. She exactly. Ain't packing, you know. I don't know, man. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, but God, God, God gonna do it. He gonna do it. That's that's what he do. That's what he do. But we have to still go by what he say to do. You know what I'm saying? He, he, God is, God is the only one got the power. These people don't have no power. I heard you say earlier how much power they got over her. They, they, they don't have power. They have just control. They don't have control. No power. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, control. That's what they don't control. have no power. You know why? Because they have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over. Oh, God, do things once. When He do it, He only Amen. do it once, and that's it. These people got to keep Amen. doing it repetitively. They got to do it over and over. They keep zapping you over and over. They keep zapping you over and over. Mm-hmm. They keep speaking to you over and over. They keep following you over and over. These are the things they keep doing over and over. God does it. He only does it once. When he created the earth, he created it once. When he created you, he created you once. He didn't do it two and three or five times. See, that, that's yeah. the thing. They don't have no power. See, they can't raise the dead. God raised no, the dead. Can't. God met yeah, the blind. Ladders to get up. They don't have no power. They have. They they want control. They want to control the world. Yep, they want to control the world. Yep. And God yep. said, when you take it and take His word and hide it in your heart, see that's why we have to know the, our Bible. Because we, it's going to be a time we might not have a Bible as long as you got the yep. word in your heart. You, you got to know it from your heart. You can confess yep. it. Yes. Keep that root in the inside. Exactly. Exactly. You got to confess so, it if you know it. You know, you're right. Exactly. You're right. That's our weapon. That, that the Bible is our that's, weapon. That's that's what we fight with. That's what we fight with. Yeah. We don't need and that's those. You're right. You got to know it. These devices. They got devices. They got they got uh uh D E W. They they using technology. Yeah. They they don't have yeah. no power. They don't have no power. And that's all in the Bible. You got evil devices. You can keep me in the house. You ain't got no power. I go out the house every day. Yeah, you yeah, ain't got yeah. no power. Yeah, you're right. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. That makes a lot These of sense. People, yeah, they, they, all they're doing is trying to control. They want to control your limbs. They want yeah, to control and power is two different see, things. Yeah. What you hear. Yeah, yeah that's, two, just, that's totally two different things. Yeah. yeah. That, that makes a whole lot of sense there. Yeah, and when God breathed word into man, he the man wrote the Bible. He only did it once. He didn't have to do it over and over and over and over and over. See, he mm-hmm, got like do things over and over. They don't. They God don't have to do things. He only do it once. He only do it once. He only do it once. That's, yeah. that's right. He only do it once. God got the power. Yes, God got all the power. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the first yes, and the last, the, be- the beginning. That's and right. The, the beginning and that's right. That that's right. The author and the finisher. The alpha and the yes, omega. Yeah. yeah. I said alpha and omega, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, the author and the finisher. Yeah, and the finisher. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you said that's the right way. Alpha and omega, that's just Al- another one. Okay. Alpha and omega. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is Jehovah Shalom. Okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. So he got many he names. I, I I see that God has many names, but it's only one God. It's only yes, one it is. Because I yes, see that a lot of people call him different names, but it's only one God. And, and as long as you know that's God up above, 
you you yes. lined up right. But now trying to say something else is a God, then that's when we on two different terms. I don't even know what you're talking about. You trying to say an animal or a God or, or something. No, I don't know what you're talking about. But it's only one God, yes. and that's up in heaven. It's only one yes. true God. Yes, yes. It's only yes. one true God. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's only one true God. Yes, and God, you is, God is still, and, and He's still reigning on the throne. He's still reigning on Amen. the throne. Why you all through your targeting, all through your pain, all through your suffering? He's still reigning on the throne. Cause you know why? Cause He's still gonna cover you and shield you and heal you. He's still there for you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Without God, I don't know what I do. To be honest with you. <laughs> If I ain't had God in my life, I don't think I can uh, deal with you. That's true. Sorry. Yeah, this would That's be hard true. to deal with without God. Yes, it will. Yeah. Yes, it will. That's I don't know how people. I don't do. know how people doing it without them. I don't know how they doing it without them. Well, that's I think that's why a lot of people be committing suicide and stuff because they don't have God. You're right. You know, because you got God, you ain't gonna do that because God will hold that's you right. up and you no. That's right. No. And sometimes you got to give yourself to God, you know. Sometimes you got to, you know, if you don't have God, right. you know, give yourself to him, release yourself. Mm-hmm. Give him a try. You know, give him a chance. And try everything else. Try mm-hmm. God. That's right. That's right. That is right. You tried everything else except God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember my pastors always say that. You tried everything else, but God, try God, try him out. Just taste him and see how good he is. <laughs> That's what the perps did. That's what they did. They tried everything, everything but Jesus. Uh-huh. Everything. But God. You hear yeah. me? Everything. When I say everything, they did everything to me. I mean, when I say everything, no, I mean everything. Every hotel but I Jesus. went to, I was targeted. I stayed at many hotels that got targeted. Every hotel I stayed at. Okay. Everywhere, everywhere I went. I believe I tried it. Trying to run away from the weapons. It seemed like they had them right there. You know? I believe it. I believe and it. And it don't matter. And we stayed at nice hotels, man. Now, it don't matter where you stay at. I, I see that it don't matter because they they got money. They, they don't. It don't matter. They go wherever you at. You know. That's it, right. It don't matter. You know. That's you right. Somewhere in a dungeon. <laughs> you know. Somewhere That's in a right. Lot, you know, in, in a cage or something for them not to get you. You know, but. It almost seems like that. Yeah, but hey, it's a fight. It's a fight. If you, we love God, we're gonna continue to fight. Well, my problem is, you know, is there's so many. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of TIs going through this, but then you got a lot of fake TIs. It's not TIs that they they perps, and that's what bothers me. That's why I be like, don't really like talk to people because. I'll be knowing who be real and who we don't, who be fake, you know. And exactly. These, exactly. These days, you don't even know. You don't know who. Exactly. Who they talk to, ask to God. Ask God, God to like give you that discerning spirit. You hear me? Ask huh? God to give you that discerning spirit. Yeah. You, you see right. what I'm saying? Ask God. Ask God. He'll tell you. He'll tell you who's true or not. He'll tell you. He done told me plenty of people. So he he will mm-hmm. tell you who's true or not. You know, you don't um, you don't want to socialize with the ones that 
out here faking it to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they getting paid off. They getting paid off to act that exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. money to act like a T.I. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just, it just messed up when you don't know who the actual people are. You know, you can't tell through the phone. You know, you talk exactly. To somebody, you don't know who you're talking to. They they sound real, you know. Listen Story to them for a while. Real. Yeah, but and you listen to them for a while. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's my whole big problem that I've been dealing with, being a TI, going on these calls, like, you know, don't know who you're talking to. Is they real? Is they like a real TI? Is they really dealing with, you know, being zapped and tortured and gang stopped and everything else that goes along mm-hmm. with being a TI? You know, mm-hmm. that, that's been my whole uh, problem. That's why I don't be getting on the calls because of that. Because, uh-huh. you know, especially I, I went on a lot of other people's calls. I don't want to say the name. I'm like, this is things that they talk about. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, that, I mean nothing to do with talking. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. I know you was on you was on on the late night call the other night when I was on there, but I couldn't stay on that call because that little girl she gets to my yeah I didn't either. Oh man, that little girl gets to my nerves. I don't know how. Yeah, 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 because I kept on saying I'm like Ryan. Ryan has a little girl running his call. He purple your calls. He no, he got a little girl. He he runs the late night call and he got a little girl running his call, co 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 moderating. Cohurst, I'm like I'm like is she a target? They, they were the ones that Lawrence called last night with porn for over two, for almost three hours. I'm he sorry. Up wow. And they were throwing obscene language and all kinds of porno stuff on her um on her uh, call last night. Where last oh, night on, on on Ryan's call? On Lauren's call. On Lauren's call. Oh, I didn't. Lauren's call. They, they they, they, she uh, said, Lauren said Ryan, Lauren said Ryan did, uh, put porn on her call last night. Porn? Yeah, with that little porn. girl. Wow. Porn. Oh, my God. Well, Ryan, 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 Ryan think this is a joke? He think this is a joke? That's now, that's what I'm trying to figure out, man. Is you a real T.I.? Like, what the hell going on? Like, I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't do stuff like that. Not well, being targeted. Dab just... connected me with Ryan in the beginning to put my uh, my video on my channel, Tamir, my Ramola D video. And he got my channel and my password, and he screwed up my channel, and I couldn't get on it anymore. And then all of a sudden, when I get updates on it, I would get a different link to the video so I couldn't talk to the same people. So I was, like, ghettoized to another group, and if I went on, like, a tour browser, I'd see all these other commentaries on there with another number of uh, views, and then I wouldn't get to talk to the same people that were making comments. So I was segmented to a different group. Somehow I did something with my channel where all of a sudden I What's your channel name? Well, it was What's under your channel Dom. Name? It was under Bella Dom, but now it's, it's pretty much hijacked, and there's nothing I can do with it. Oh, who's this speaking? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I oh. wanted to mirror my video on there, and so Deb connected me that maybe he'd be able to do it because he was kind of a techie person, and then he destroyed my channel. 
Wow, they destroyed my Facebook. <laughs> they destroyed my Facebook, so I still get up there and post on other people's Facebook. <laughs> There's a lot of fake TIs in our community. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I see that. Oh, I, my I, God, uh, a lot of I can't, them. I, well, a lot I, see, of them. I didn't know that, though. I thought everybody was real when you go in there. You know, I kind of was uh, oblivious to that. I, I didn't. I thought, you know, you go in there saying you're a T.I., you're a T.I. I'm helping. T.I. No, it's yeah, a lot I, of them. I was that way at first, too, and then all of a sudden you learn it's hard, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I learned yeah, the hard way. But, and you know, you know um, Kim and um, Kevin and Renata, they got them coming on the prayer line now. They just they got them coming on the prayer line. Acting like they wow. pray, they love the Lord. Yeah, they don't want y'all pray. Yeah, want y'all pray. Wow. No, they come up there. They act like they they say, then they get up there praying. I know. I know. Wow. But let me tell you, I I have been perped so bad in the TI community that I just had to just walk away. I mean, I've been perped like you wouldn't believe in this community. Wow. Yes. You, you, for look, you. You walking away, I'm gonna run away. I used to do uh, activism with the local TIs here, and then they uh-huh. started perfect. They started perfect. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. Oh, wow. Yeah, they yeah. do it. They do it. They do it. I mean, they got people in the Massachusetts call um, prepping, uh, prepping all day and night. All day and night. All day and night. I mean, they just be on that call perfect. Perfect. And they swear that they are TI. They swear that they being stalked. They swear that this is happening to them. And they swear all they can do is get on there. And, and what they'll do, how you know they're not a TI is because they, they don't even know lying. something about Yeah, they don't know something. Well, you didn't tell them something about you. Then they just cut in the conversation. Oh, Paula, I'm so sorry. Oh, Paula, I'm glad you got the gifts. Like, what gifts? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. How did you know who that I is? got some gifts? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Be how did you know I, I got some gifts? But you're supposed to be a T.I. You're a part. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know why do you know about my Christmas gifts? You know? Come on. See, that, that's the only thing that I don't like about these calls. You can't, you can't delete the perps you can't you know you can't eliminate them you know yeah 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 but you know thing about these calls you don't know who is who until you just constantly keep talking to someone and you know eventually they'll tell a story and they'll and it'll be two sides you have to remember (laughs) but hold up you, you said this was this you know like you know i mean sometimes people forget little things but you know you kind of tell them purpose, I guess, you know, you keep talking to them. Yeah. Or they'll start perping the call or something. Yeah. Yeah. They they full of crap. They These people are full of crap. I mean, you know what? I don't even care. I get on the calls now and I listen. I just sit back and listen until I fall asleep. That's what I do. I don't say, if I know, if I want to say something to a specific person, I'll say what I got to say. And that's it. But I, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna sit up here and perk me. You think I'm stupid? I ain't stupid. I'm a child of God. I'm aware of what you're doing. I'm alert on what you're doing. 
So I'm not going to let you sit up there and prep me. Uh, you ain't finna prep me, but I'm going to sit there and listen to everything you got to say on mute. Yeah, this community is so infiltrated. It's really sad. But, you know, that's that's just COINTELPRO all over again. Yeah. They, have to, they have to infiltrate to keep us apart. We will be yeah. very, very strong and powerful together. So they try to make sure that don't happen. Oh, yeah. Well, the best part oh, of the yeah. calls also is this being COINTELPRO is them being the moderators so they can frame the questions. And you look for the heavily censored calls for things that you can't talk about. Like an Ellis call, you're not allowed to talk about covert shipping, and you're not allowed to talk about the organ trade. And as soon as I brought any of those up, I immediately got muted. And when Deb talks on there, she immediately gets muted before she even gets to talk some of the times. She tries to raise her hand forever, and they won't let her talk. After she brought up 72-hour holes and how key eyes are going missing. Hmm. Charles is saying something, you guys. Wait a minute, Charles. I'm bringing you closer to the phone. Okay, go ahead. Say it again, Charles. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is that you can tell them by the work of why they work. So, okay, everybody's talking about the purpose and stuff like that. Or you can tell them by their works, okay, because they're on assignment. They're on assignment. They got to do certain things, okay? And if you, I wouldn't say chill, but if you um, stay calm, Listen closely to what they got to say. They'll expose themselves. It's as simple as that, because they're on assignment. Well, they yeah. also yeah. can't stay off the calls because it's the best intel that they can get. When we get on these calls, we give them the best information they could possibly ever hope for. We answer the questions probably more honestly than they could hope to yeah. even if we were being interrogated. And then they yeah, you're right, and they get all our information. You're right. Yeah, but that's a double-edged sword. That's a double-edged sword, you guys, because it, it, you know, they want you to stay silent. They don't want you to expose. So it's good to expose. Yeah. I don't really care what they know. I don't care because I'm not going to die with this truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm gonna... Exactly. Exactly, Renata. They censor it so much to frame it to what you're allowed to talk about. And then on top of it, we're giving them all the information. We have to expose it, but we also have a view that we have to get out of our free speech zone and go into other areas and start talking about the targeting. And you start using COINTELPRO. We're in the modern COINTEL program, and most people will know what that means. If you get the gun owners who are being heavily targeted now, they'll start to under because, understand because they're being taken under these 72-hour-olds like crazy and start going to the religious people and saying, what about this uh, covert drugging or covert uh, chipping? Aren't you supposed to, isn't this your area of RFID chipping and the mark of the beast? Why don't you care about that? Kind of like Russ Dizdar's group, I kind of exposed them as being fake and that they, it turned out they knew about it and they weren't telling anybody and they weren't warning about anybody and still letting them go into these hospitals and being shipped. And yeah. then the bioweapons area with the sporelia, which is a big deal as well. There's all kinds of areas that we have to start get hitting instead of being in our free speech zone where other, we aren't, we're just preaching to the choir. That's all we're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. And then we're, we're propagating what they're trying to spew out, kind of like this executive order with Trump. It's trying to justify in the, in the people's mind of martial law and uh, military tribunals. What is that? Taking people in secret and then you disappear. 
Well, they already have laws to take people and arrest them now. No, essentially what they're saying is this executive order would essentially be martial law, and they're already taking people in secret already all over the place, and so now they can do it in mass. And you better believe they aren't going to go after themselves, especially when Trump has been busted for being a pedophile himself. How is he going to go after fellow pedophiles? You know them by their fruits. Pence, Pence is one, too. Uh, Henry Macau did a huge article on how uh, Trump loaded his whole uh, White House administration with pedophiles. And then the one guy he uh, was looking to put for, um, uh, what was it, Attorney General, it turned out that he was against due process. Guns first, due process second. So basically you arrest people and you don't have to charge them. Under the Patriot Act, they can arrest any of us for three hours three years without any charges. And that was made law under the Patriot Act. They don't need any reason. And that's what I said before when Trump, when Trump was elected and then, and he didn't do nothing about the Patriot Act or the uh, NCAA. Okay, okay, those are things that are still, they're still on the books and he hasn't touched it with a set football. But yet, everybody going to talk about he's the outsider. He's the He's a great outsider. He's not a part of this. He's no outsider. Yeah. A amen, Brother Charles. You, you are right on. I mean, the guy is up to his eyeballs in Rothschild money. How many people, when you go bankrupt, the Rothschilds come to your aid to bail you out? They've never you know, to bail you, me know, out. You, know you, guys? Um, you guys know when Trump went to, uh, I call him Daddy Bush, Daddy Bush, who just passed away, um, he went to his funeral. And uh, Trump was the only one that did not recite the prayer. Did you guys see that on the news? He and Melania. Oh, yeah, there was a prayer that was being said, and everybody had the words in front of them. And Trump and Melania, his wife, they were just sitting there, and they did not recite the prayer. And they were saying that that was because he was told by the powers that be, the Satanists that he works for, that he was not to recite that prayer, you know, to God. So I, I don't know. I think that I don't think any of the presidents have been true Christians. And this no, none of them have. But can anyone explain to me? anyone at all how he can justify on the latest if you go to veterans today and they have a video by gordon duff and when he was in saudi arabia he participated in the snuff film where he actually chainsawed a man to death how does that justify anyone like that is going to help us you can go and listen to it uh, could you go over that again please what it's right on veterans today you can go on there, Gordon Duff. It's when he was in Saudi Arabia, participated in a snuff film, and what he did is chainsaw a guy to death, and he participated with that uh, son-in-law of his, Kirshner. Who's Gordon Duff? I'm sorry, I didn't check. You right? It's right on Veterans Today. The guy's Gordon Duff. It's probably about a month ago old where that was broken. Okay. All right. I'll look it up. That, uh, that yeah, son-in-law, the son-in-law that Ivanka is married to, he looks so mind-controlled. He looks so robotic like he is really MK Ultra. Well, Deb listened to it and watched the thing. She said that um, his son-in-law, Kirshner, uh, was uh, making comments that his uh, father-in-law, Trump, there wouldn't remember it a day and a half later. 
If Deb's still on the call, she can describe it. She can probably send people links or something or show people how to find it. There's something very strange about him. Well, he's a favorite, that's why. And yeah, he's, getting, he's brainwashing a lot of TIs into justifying martial law so they can come and pick us up. Like I told you in the beginning of the show, when I was in the hospital, one-third to one-half of us were TIs. And one of them in there was a guy who worked in the uh, genocide program for our country in Afghanistan, and they're rounding up men, women, and children, digging trenches and blowing holes in their head. And if you think it stopped during Obama, you're crazy. And if you think it stopped during Trump, you're crazy. In the first six months that Trump was in office, he killed more people by drones than the entire eight years of Obama. It never stopped under him, and he said, in this country alone, there were eight fully operational camps that he knew of. That's fully operational, maximum capacity. All of his homelesses, they're, put, they're trying to make us homeless to go through those camps as well. All the homeless are not missing for no reason. And when we look well, at this country, my... when a million kids go missing through CPS every year, where the hell are they going? And that's where David Schurter was trying to say, in Oregon and Nebraska alone, there are 150,000 missing kids through CPS. When are people going to care about that these kids are not being raptured? And he, that senator tried to expose them who was in Georgia. And if he wants to really care about kids and he wants to help them out, why doesn't he look at what that senator tried to do and look at the million kids that go missing through CPS every year and the 700 million that go missing that are reported by parents and then the million adults that go missing every year not and that's excluding the numbers that are trying to make it across the border that don't make it through if we start looking but at the numbers what? you know what as far mm -hmm. as rounding as far as uh round the government rounding people up to take them to death camps and fema camps and all that i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm not going willingly i'm not and they can just kill me on the spot i'm not going I'm not going oh, to. they are though, but they are killing people on the spot. What do you think this well, is? That, 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 that will be me. We're in a kill program. That will be me. Heart attack weapons, aneurysms. They're trying to do it where people don't notice. We're surrounded by a genocide. They're doing it hardcore on the homeless. They're doing it hardcore on the kids. They're doing it hardcore on the immigrants that are trying to make it across the border. They're doing it on people that won't notice it hardcore. And then on the rest of us, they're doing heart attacks, aneurysms, things. Um, uh, what is it? Random acts of violence and car accidents. They're trying to make it plausible deniability. We're in the middle of a genocide on all sides. And now he's trying to justify where he can go hardcore picking up people door to door saying we need military tribunals. What he's saying there in translation, what a lot of people aren't getting is that's martial law. And like I said on a previous show of yours, I actually met a guy on the Native American Indian Reservation in North Dakota on the Spirit Lake Indian Reservation that said that uh, he, was, he was hired by our military to work with the foreign troops, and he was told in that area alone there were 600,000 of them from Central and South America just in that area of North Dakota. And they were there first to take over the water supply, and then they'd be ready to take over martial law. Well, thanks to the North Dakota pipeline, that was uh, Trump was involved with that and got money and was invested in it. Uh, he got that through, and now that that's done, that was the last thing that they had to do. So uh, the last thing that we're looking for right now is an economic collapse ushered in. And well, you know what? Okay. So. But that's talking about FEMA camps and those type of things, martial law and that type of thing. Take this opportunity. We all should be taking this opportunity as targets where we're isolated anyway um, to get ourselves in the strongest 
position possible because we don't know what we have to go through in the future, you know? So um, just look at this as an opportunity to get yourself as strong as you possibly can. Yeah, but the thing is that we have to be aware of it. And that's one of the things that uh, Ella will not be allowed to be talked on her show or many of these other monitors. So when it happens to you, you're not prepared. So a lot of us, I almost got taken and organ harvested on a 72-hour hold. Some people may go into a 72-hour hold and think, oh, well, all I have to do is think of positive and this will all be straightened out and I'll leave, not realizing that they're not going to leave and they're going to end up in a block. My people are dying due to a lack of knowledge. You know what's going on. You call and God in advance and you prepare yourself. The time to prepare for it is not as it's happening. It's a harsh reality, but I'm not going to be praying for that executive order to go through. The executive order has already gone through, and people are being taken out, but a lot of people just don't notice it. What 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 do you mean praying for it for to go through? What? What what you mean by that? The executive order. What what that's all about? The, the executive order to uh, supposedly these indictments. Uh, to pick people up, and what that is is martial law, and most people don't realize what they're asking for. So it gives it a false pretense, kind of like what we did with 9-11. Okay, 9-11, we say, okay, we're going after those people who are like halfway around the world, and we're going to get these terrorists, and all of a sudden it turns out the people who are the terrorists are the American public. Oh, when a bomb gets in office, oh, I'm going to close Gitmo, and uh, the troops will be home by Christmas. They're still there. I mean, they say one thing, but do something else. Mm-hmm. So while people are distracted with that, oh, there's someone who's a savior. Well, the Bible condemns that. The Bible condemns that vehemently. It says those who put their trust in the man are cursed. God curses them. That's uh, Jeremiah 17, and it's all over the book of Isaiah. Those who put their faith in man are cursed by God. Because oh, yeah. You can't God. put your faith in no man. Man ain't got, man ain't got the, 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 the answer. We know that according to Christ when he was in the desert, this this territory here is owned by Satan. All the kingdoms Christ has shown and goes, uh, Satan said, these belong to me. All you have to do is bow down to me. Christ didn't argue with him saying, no, no, this is mine. No, he just said, get behind me, Satan. You know, we have to realize that this is this is not God's world. As he says, if this was my kingdom, uh, legions of angels would be here to protect me. This is not my kingdom. We're, we're, in, we're in foreign territory here just trying to make it through. You have God with you, though. You can handle this stuff, and when you come to terms with it, all of a sudden you you come to a peace where it doesn't upset you and scare you anymore like it did when I first ran into something that looked similar to a camp. And I ran into Masons who um, helped build a camp on Camp Ripley. They were both drunk, and they were laughing about how it would be used on the protesters. Whatever you do, do not take to the streets and protest, because they have these buses that will pick you up, and they'll take you to these locations, and you will never leave. But they can't do that. It's a freedom of speech, though. What will happen to freedom of speech? Uh, Freedom of speech has been gone long ago. 
A lot of those people, oh, I for actually real? talked to, and, and this is a friend of Deb, so she's still on the phone. Uh, he was at Standing Rock, and he talked about how a lot of the protesters were taken. Uh, they were never seen again. They just disappeared. They were gone. And then he went to the Indian reservations for the sun dances in the summer, and he goes, a lot of, quite a few people have gone missing. The exact words were quite a few people. And if Deb's still on, she can verify it. Hmm. People are going missing all around us. And I talked to someone on the White Earth Indian Reservation. And wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, what'd you say, Charles? Hold on. What'd you say, Charles? All right, all the stuff that you say, we're going to have to document it, okay, so we can make it public. Okay, now you say, I mean, which demonstrations are these that, that people are disappearing and being taken away and stuff and not showing up again? The, the demonstrations are the Standing Rock demonstrations, and they're preparing for demonstrations in the future. So, um, like, uh, if you look at Dick Gregory and you look at the L.A. riots, supposedly they arrested 18,000 people, but um, they listed like 8,000. Supposedly 10,000 of those black youths disappeared. Well, Dick Gregory claimed that they were taken to an island off of Oregon, and they were organ harvested. Start looking into Dick Gregory's work on, and then all of a sudden he went into the hospital and he was going to be released for just a urinary tract infection. They said he was going to release the next day, and then there was a complication and he died. Okay, Deb, I am muted. Uh, uh, hold, hold on a second. I am muted, Deb. Did you want to speak, Deb? I think I'm muted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that was me. You know they. I don't know what they did to my phone, but I was on hold that whole time. You didn't mute me. I had to hang up and call back in. So I don't know what um, they had did to my phone. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Uh huh. But I'm listening. Y'all go ahead. Yeah. Deb. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kim. Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought that was the talk about the reservation. Uh. Yeah. Um. Look into Dick Gregory. At before he was uh, taken out, he was talking about how he was coming out with information that a lot of these random acts of violence where these black youths are being killed, um, it, it's looking like the organ trade. Oh, you think they killed Dick Gregory? Um, well. He was supposed to be released. They announced that he was going to be released the next day. He went in for a urinary tract infection. They said it was like no big deal, and then all of a sudden he was uh, dead. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys think urinary tract infections have anything to do with targeting? Because I got one last year and I never had that in my life. And also I got shingles, which I never had in my life. And that urinary tract infection was the most painful thing I have ever experienced. Yes, yes, it, des it definitely does. When you listen to the prayer I was talking about earlier, she prays on that too. Yes, really? it definitely does. Yes, and Shingle does too. Shingle wow. does too. I, I I listened to a video before, and they were saying how the, they gave them shingles. Yeah, that it, it definitely does. And now, let me ask you this: Did you have to use the bathroom like real, 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 real bad, like that that you couldn't make it to the bathroom? Yeah, that's all the time. My bladder is done. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they that's because of them. That's because of them. If if, if it's done, it's, it's because of them. Oh God, yeah. Man, that's oh, some painful. God, stuff, yeah. guys. That's some painful stuff. I couldn't even walk. 
In my younger years of targeting, I had a urinary tract infection for like three solid years. Oh no, Charles. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again, Charles. Yes, but it's it, but you can't see it. Like under a microscope, the doctor said she could see it. some pain and then before that all of a sudden i had all this weird stuff on my arm and that was shingles i'm like what in the, what in the world like i never had none of this stuff so i think our immune system gets broken down is what i'm starting to piece together our immune system gets broken down because of the directed energy and then we can't fight stuff off like we once could Can you ask him who is using all of these organs that are being harvested? Um, if you get a chance, ask her. Okay, so you have an answer for that? From what I understand, it's mostly like uh, high-level Freemasons and our politicians. That's when I was talking the other week, uh, Wodum, and it's on YouTube, W0TM, and he has this video, Tesla is correct. Who supposedly claims that he had the second highest clearance level in the nation. And HenryMacko.com went into this as well on his channel where he was talking about the death of uh, uh, John D. Rockefeller. And they talk about how mostly, like, uh, Cheney had like seven heart transplants, supposedly, and David Rockefeller had like 11. And supposedly that Kendrick Johnson, there's a lot of rumors that. Um, his organs went to Daddy Bush. So most of this is for the political elite. 
and uh, high-level Masons. He talks about, and Modem.com test was correct, he says, their transhumanism, and supposedly he claims that he knew Ray Kurzweil personally, and talks about how their transhumanism, uh, they haven't quite got it working yet, but their transhumanism right now is taking the organs from people who don't necessarily want to give them up. I think more, they're doing more with it than that. I don't know. I'm not into that organ thing. I, don't, I, I, ain't, I ain't giving into that. Not saying yeah, I don't well, leave, but I, times, I ain't giving into that. A, a lot of times people don't want to look into it, but uh, when I talk to Katrina, no, I, I believe you, though, but... Over, it, uh, basically, uh, that's how most of us end up. And that's why we have to be very careful when we enter the hospital. I wouldn't put it past them. I won't put in their past what they're trying to do with. You, you got to keep it's them It's kind of crazy if they're doing that. The more they, how, how much they hit me in my kidneys and my heart and, uh, you know, your, uh, your liver. I mean, they, they hit you in every organ, you know, to damage it. So how, well, not with me. How they're they're not saved? touching my heart so much, and they can get a million dollars for a heart transplant. And still, your, your, um, your bone marrow goes for $23,000 a gram. You start on day 82 of George Webb, and he talks about targeting and goes into the organ transplant uh, operations. And then you can also go into um, the channel on YouTube, The Kelly 67, and look at George Webb's interview and start around the 42, 43-minute mark. Because most of us already know the background of targeting. He talks about how the very end game for most of us is um, organ, tra organ donors, involuntary. Well, you know that's where this really is blood. I mean, that's because they, but they can, but the that's because they can, they can do that to the, the undocumented people. That I, I, I don't know. Oh, they are doing that. that. They're that still doing that to undocumented people as well. You certainly need certain tissue types, and certain types that they're looking for are like Rh negative is one. They need all the tissue types, but certain ones are like Rh negative are pretty valuable to them, and uh, they want to make sure that it's healthy as much as they can. And then if you look at a plaintruth.info, about six months ago, he, it goes into the homeless missing in um, Santa Rosa, I believe it was, and it goes into homeless and organ trafficking uh, question mark. And uh, Susan Scuddy, who was this professor who traveled the world as reporting this stuff and researching it, found that they were bringing in foreign doctors. Uh, and they were taking the organs of some of these homeless people. Well, they say this is worse than war. And when I was, I mean, when I was in the hospital, there was a black man there that I felt that they took his organs from. I think he may have disappeared under this, but you can't prove it. All of a sudden, you just lost. And what are you going to say? Oh, yeah, there's a man named Roland that I'm very concerned about. He's in his 40s, in pretty good shape. I'd say probably about. Five foot nine, five foot ten, uh, probably about 170 pounds. He's homeless in Fargo. Does anyone know where he is? People will laugh their ass off at me. Yeah. I'm concerned, but you know, who else is going to be concerned? A lot of people don't even want to hear the topic, let alone care about it. Yeah. 
So these people are worth billions of dollars. You think they're going to let someone low life like us continue to be a useless eater when they can keep going on and contributing to the greater work of eliminating all the filth in the world, which is essentially us? But I, I, I do want to say this, uh, uh, Tim. I, I want to say this, Tim, real quick. I, 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 I don't, don't consider yourself a low life. Don't, don't, you know, don't well, value don't. yourself I, for what for, for what they're doing to us. I don't think we're low life. I think they're the low life. No, I think us. No, no. I, I, when you had said, you know, you know, when you said about why would they do it to a low life, consider a low life like us or something like that, you said. But, I'm just oh, saying, I was don't being sarcastic, like, like how they view it. I was being sarcastic, like how they view it. They I, oh, I, I appreciate you, right. And we're worthless. Yeah, 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 you're right. Well, I think when any of us go into a hospital, what's most important right now, and I think Deborah Tavares was dead right, right on one of her... Um, interviews, it was probably about a year ago, and she said, what we're going into, look into targeted individuals, and she said, it's too dangerous to be traveling alone. I always try to travel with somebody else. Yep, I believe in that. Especially, too, like if you go to the doctors, you guys, try to take someone with you. Um, if you ever have to go to police station, make a police report for anything, try to take someone with you. If you get caught pulled over by the police, which I never did until I got targeted. Then well, make sure you're not a <laughs> Then, um, call, first of all, you should have, all TI should have a dash cam if you drive. Um, dash cam towards the, the police officer. As soon as they put that light on you, turn your dash cam towards the driver's window and just let it roll um, and call someone on the phone. That's what I have done. Call someone so they'll know where you are, give them the badge number and what's going on. If you can't have someone with you physically, then, and, you know, at least. Also immediately ask for their card for identification. They, I called uh, the human services to place a complaint on what was going on at the hospital. I just asked for the phone number of the ombudsman's person, and they gave me one phone number where they told me I was supposed to call the Department of Labor for any complaints at the hospital. Well, that doesn't make sense. And then the number that they gave me went to nowhere. And I called back and complained, and they sent a police officer to pick me up on a welfare check. And I happened to have somebody on the phone that was connection with two priests that knew what was going on and a, um, and a reporter that was looking into the child trafficking in Grand Forks that seems to be run by the police department. Yeah. And I immediately asked for his card immediately, and I got my friend out as soon as possible out of the house to witness everything, and the guy backed off. He wasn't expecting me to have somebody on the phone witnessing it, holding the phone up the whole time, listening to everything that he was saying. And then so and you know, that's, that's, part of the, that, that, that's part of the isolation piece, too, you guys, so that we never have any kind of witnesses or anything. I remember when I used to go... I really knew about this stuff. I would go and complain to the police about always being harassed by the police. And the first thing they would yeah, say was, who was with you? Do you have any witnesses? And I always had to say no, because I was isolated and always by myself. So if if anybody... Yes, daughter. Yes, daughter. How much time should I put in the broccoli? Um, start with like 15 minutes. Okay, excuse me, you guys. Um, so if anybody ever feels like they need 
um, someone in any kind of emergency situation, you guys are welcome to call me. I don't know how I'll be able to help, but I will be on the phone with you like I have with so many other TIs if you ever need that, you know? Um, there are people that end up in a mental institution and they shouldn't be there. And we've all rallied together to try to get them released and it's been successful sometimes. So, you know, just 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 know that I, I'm gonna try to be here for any TI um and hopefully you guys will return the favor to me so if anybody needs my number and you don't have it it's 510-688-7277 hold, 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 hold on what, what is okay it? it's 510-688-7277 renata r-e-n-a-t-a um uh, and that even goes for um if you're if you are in the hospital it's important for someone to know you're there like kim was saying people just disappear you know um they organ harvest people and i mean that's scary we don't want to you know put no fear on anybody but you know this stuff is real that we're dealing with yeah you know and it makes a difference when these people know that you have some support some, some somebody's checking on you you know you have some sort of support so you know, you I guys have another, one more comment. People say like my organs aren't worth anything. They don't care. Even if your organs fail, they'll just say, well, there was a rejection. They can still bill for it. So on my paperwork, they were saying, oh, there's no history of heart problems in the family. Even though my father told the doctor right in front of me that he was up for a quadruple bypass and that my mother had heart problems and my grandfather had his first heart attack at 30 and my grandmother lived her last 15 years on only 5% of her heart and heart, had heart problems ever since she was a kid. So I got problems, heart problems all over my family. Somehow I didn't make it through. These people will lie. You think if they're going to steal your organs that they're going to care. You know, there's organs that go to the elite, and then there's the organ donor list that they can give to people that um, they don't care if they fail anyway to the general public. They can still bill for it if they have insurance. This is just a money-making operation. I'm sorry, Renata. Can you repeat? Was it your number you was giving out? Yes, let me give it to you again. It's 510. 510- Six eight eight. Six eight eight. Seven two seven seven. Seven two seven seven. Thank you so much. And it doesn't even have to. It does not even have to be an emergency situation, you guys. Sometimes we just need somebody to talk to. We need to yeah. form friendships. We need to not only talk about targeting, but just anything. How was your day? You know, you might want to pray with somebody, read the word with somebody. Um, there was one TI I used to I used to walk because I still walk. I like to walk. Um, even though I'm getting perked the whole time, but I like to walk. And so I would walk, and then she'd be walking way in a whole nother state, and we'd just be on the phone walking together. You know. Um, yeah. So any, you know, any anything, I I don't mind if I um if I don't even think my voice is on my um my um what you call it, voicemail, but if I don't answer, leave a message because I do work, um, and, and I'll call you guys back. Okay. And, and, and you're, if you're thinking, you're, you're, I'm sorry, YouTube go ahead. Is, your YouTube is God is our protector or something like that? 
Yes, God is our protector. All one word. I haven't been doing videos, but I need to get back to it. Yes, God is our protector. Is my YouTube. Um, do I have everybody's email address? Because you guys know I send out invitations for this call. So if I don't have your email address, please give it to me so I can put you on my my list. Okay. Do Do you have a pen? I don't have an email right now. <laughs> Oh, you don't. Do you have a, do well, you have a pen? Well, the call is every every Sunday, two thirty Pacific. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna put it on my phone because I lost my ink pen. Oh, somebody's been texting me. Okay, go ahead. It's P. Evan Paula. Uh huh. And my, and my last name Bannister, like the rail. B A N N I S T E R. Number one. B-A-N-N-I-S-T-E-R. Number one. Number one, number nine, 19. Okay. At Yahoo. Okay, I'll put you on the list for this call. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Let me see who been texting me. Hang on. Oh. Oh, Lonnie. Yeah, that's true. Um, Lonnie just, I'm going to just read to you guys what Lonnie texted me. I didn't even know Lonnie was on the call. Hi, Lonnie, if you're still there. Um, but Lonnie remembers back in the day when David, I mentioned David Scherter, um, and I brought him up because David used to come to this call, um, but something really, some bad stuff, which I won't even bring that stuff back up, but some really bad stuff happened with David and um, a particular person who used to come to this call. Um, and that's when I kind of cut ties with him. But Lonnie said uh, to caution Kim about contacting David Scherter. And she says some of us had to write letters to get, and I won't even mention that person's name because you all probably know him, but to get this person out of the psych ward because they even put him there. And it's true. It is true. And that's when I cut ties with him um, because he did have a TI committed to the um, psych ward. And so Lonnie told me to caution you about that, Kim. Oh, no. And it, it, is, it is true. It is true. And a bunch of us, um, had to call and and get that person out of the site board. Yep. Oh, word, that's just evil. Yep. And I remember when all that happened, and that's when I cut ties with him. And and I felt, and I don't care if he knows that I'll tell him if he calls, but I felt that he was still a bit into Satanism. I know that he he had become a shaman, which shamans are is a is kind of Satanist too, in my opinion. Um, yeah. you know, and you can't serve two masters. You just can't do it. You know, you can, you can profess Christian all day long, but if you're dibbling and dabbling in other stuff, you know, it's like you have to be. You can't serve two masters. Right. You can't I do agree it. With you, but thank you for telling me that. Yeah. And I understand that he, you know, cause he and I used to talk all the time. We, we did some activism together and stuff. Um, but he, I don't think all of that was gone, you know, because he was raised in a satanic family, and you have no control over that when you're when you're young, you know, you don't. 
you are what your parents indoctrinate you into. So I get it, you know, but I think some of that residue may have been left over. You know, so, so I don't, I don't know. About there. He's not aware of. Yeah, but I do at the same time, I have to say, I do believe that God has used him to expose a lot of the dark side of what he went through because he was MK Ultra and he was involved, according to him, he was involved in the satanic ritual abuse and his father, as he said, had him doing some of that stuff, even to the point of killing his friend. You know, he wrote about it in his book because he wrote a book, um, but I just don't think it all fell off. You know, just don't, familiar spirits. That's what the Bible calls it, familiar spirits. I think some of those were, may have still been attached, but when he got that person uh, locked into a mental institution, that was it. That was it for me. I was done. Oh, that's terrible. So Lonnie apparently was on this call. I didn't know Lonnie was here. I love Lonnie. Um, she told me to just let you know that. Well, I appreciate you said that. That's kind of horrifying yeah. to know. Yep, sure did. Sure did. We were all surprised at that. You know, calling a welfare check on a TI, that's pretty much uh, an assassination attempt. Yeah, it was deeper than that. Like, they were roommating, and the guy was paying a lot of the bills. I'm not going to say all of them, but the guy was feeling like he was being used by David to pay a lot of stuff. And, you know, you know how that roommate stuff goes. Um, but there's certain things, as TIs, there's certain things that if we're a true TI that we really would not do to one another. And one is to call the psych war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't, we, would, yeah. we don't do that. We we don't do that to one another. We already know what that's about. You know? Wow. Um, Goldie Levin in the chat room is asking, who is the guy who got someone locked up? His name is David Scherter. And I hate to revamp all that stuff, but Lonnie brought it up. That was a good four or five years ago. Um, but Lonnie, Lonnie brought it up because I wasn't even going to mention it. But, hey, he asked me to let you know, so I'm doing it. And it, it's good to be forewarned. It's, it's good to be forewarned. That, that way you can make your own informed decision. No surprises, because it's the truth. That is the truth. And a whole bunch of people in the community will tell you, so it's not a smear campaign, it's not a lie, it is the truth. And he will tell you, he'll probably admit it, but he'll say it was for different reasons. He'll say it's because the guy had a lot of weapons and things like that in his house, which the guy did have a lot of weapons, but I with my own mouth, told him that the guy had other weapons because I knew the guy. He's a good friend. Um, he's a TI. I knew he had weapons because he believes in bearing arms. This person believes in bearing arms. And I said to David personally, you know he believes in bearing arms. I do not believe that he is going to hurt anyone, and he hasn't, to my knowledge, to this day, five, six years later. But some people believe in bearing arms. 
And he told me that he knew about that. But then all of a sudden he said it became a problem. So, you know, that's what it was. Wow. And that's when people in the community just stopped dealing with him. Because he kind of didn't really fit into this community anyway, although, you know, you don't even have to be a TI to be in the community. But um, the satanic ritual abuse is it's, it's the same, but it's different in a lot of ways. You know, so I don't think he was targeted in the same way that we were. But, you know, he said he was targeted, so I believe him. But I think it's a little bit different with the satanic, well, a lot different with the satanic ritual abuse. Although we, you know, we sort of ritually abused too. But just not on that same level. Like his was family, very personal. So that's what happened. Thank you, Lonnie, for bringing that up, if you're still listening. It's been so many. I don't really know if it's like a lot of confusion and stuff in the community right now because I kind of have removed myself. I just do my own thing. Um, but it was really bad back in the day. I don't know how new you guys are, but it, it was back in the day. Oh, my gosh. It was a mess. My call was so heavily infiltrated. If you listen back to some of the early recordings, I had perp after perp and Chuck, oh Lord, Chuck didn't even know me. And he called me everything but a child of the king. Every time he came to this call, he called, he said, I killed everybody that died in the community. I killed him. Um, Whoa. I was a shield. I was a perp. I was this. I was that. But then he would call me and say he was sorry. It was so weird. He would call me, say he was sorry, but they was making him say that stuff to discredit me. I was like, oh my gosh. One night I was listening in on his call and my husband and I just had it turned on while we were talking. And he said, listen to how he's talking about you. I said, that's what he does. I said, he goes on this whole rampage telling everybody Renata is a perp and she's, he called me a whore. He called me everything. And I didn't even know this man. And he went on everybody's call talking about me. I said, oh, I must have some kind of power up in this community that they try to shut down. Because this man was after me like a vengeance. And I wasn't the only one. There was a few others he was doing that way. And then all of a sudden, they hit him with that heart attack gun and he died. See, God don't like ugly. So he died. Wait, you said he died? He died, honey. They hit him with that heart attack gun. That's what Ooh. they did. Mm -hmm. oh, they hit him. God. They hit him with that heart, that directed energy. Sure did. He mm. died. His name was Chuck. Oh my gosh, he was a mess. And then someone who um who knew him, she said that he he confessed to her that he went to the dark side, that he really was a target at first. But he thought that he could get some relief, so he turned into a perp. And see what they do mm. to them perps in the end? He done fell dead with a heart attack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I felt bad mm -hmm. for him. I said, I sure hope he repented yeah. because he did a lot. He did a lot of evil things. They really used him. Mm. And yeah. they, they used, like, was, like, no, I was going to say, like, Kevin was saying. Like Kevin was saying earlier, they're using a lot of people. They're using a lot of these TIs. You, I mean, yeah. they're playing like they, 
they TIs and they not. They really perks. And they I mean, not. They, I mean, yeah. They, yeah, they really using them. Really using mm-hmm. them. And what happened is they beat TIs and then they, they take the deal. They take the bribe and then there's no like longer that guy, no more. Like the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's what he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah now you mm-hmm. you no longer TI now. If someone think they are, they mess with their mind, but they no longer TI. You didn't took a bribe to turn against your, your, your fellow other TIs. They you know, you, you're not a TI no more. Yeah, that's not a TI. Yeah, you're this, 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 this yeah, lady, you're I had two Yeah, I had two interesting ladies come to this call over the years. And I think I've been doing this probably like seven years now. Um one came and she said, I just she said, I'm just so overwhelmed with all of this. I cannot um I can't keep going through this, this heavy targeting. She said, I'm just gonna go ahead and get in and become a part. And we tried to talk her out of it. She said she had been offered, and she said she just can't she can't do the targeting thing no more. It's just too much, and she mm-hmm. was gonna do it. And I said, Well, you know what? I'm gonna pray for you because you going to the dark side. I said you shouldn't do mm-hmm. that. You going to the dark side. Mm-hmm. She's like, I cannot do this anymore. It's just too much. She said, I'm so depressed and. I lost everything, and you know maybe my life would be a little better. I said, well, you need to really consider that because you know what it feels like to be targeted. So why would you go and do that to somebody? Right, I but be a perp. Um, how many people have actually been approached with that offer? Well, I said this I think on they a know video. who to. Okay, this is what I said on a video. And this is what I truly believe. I have not had anybody come out and say, Renata, would you be a perp? Okay. I, it was yeah, much more subtle than that. It's much more subtle than that. Now, what what I have had happen was um, a place where I worked. The supervisor called me in. I was working for some, for some lawyers. She called me in. She's like, you know, we really like you. You're doing a good job. You know, you see that office over there? I was like, yeah. She said, well, we're going to give that office to you. You know, just keep doing a good job, and we're going to give you that office. By the way, the person who you hang around, and we'll just say her name was Betty, okay? That's not her name. But um, you know Betty, because I used to go to lunch with this lady, and she would make me laugh. And I, I liked her. You know, I'm not even really a person that hang out with people like that, but I liked her, you know? And her boyfriend would bring us food to the job and everything. And she was cool. And just she and I sat in that section. And she dressed really well and, and all of this. And when I first got there, uh, everybody seemed like they liked her and stuff. And then all of a sudden, everybody was giving her the cold shoulder. But I don't care about stuff like that because she did nothing to me. You know, so we would still go to lunch and, and talk and everything. So when my boss had called me in there, you know, we're going to give you this office and this and that. She said, but you know. Um, she said, there's some things that we're going, that uh, we're looking into with me. And I think that it would be best that you not hang around her and that you, you know, not talk to her and deal with her because that's not a good look for you because we're, we're, we really like you, but we're not really into her. And so when I left there, I started thinking about that. And I, and this is when I'm just learning about this targeting stuff. I still don't quite know I'm a TI, but I, know all this stuff is happening to me and so i went back and i told her i said i don't know what's going on but they're telling me not to hang around you so when i look back at that i believe that they were workplace mobbing her which is targeting on you know just in the workplace and they were trying to recruit me into it 
And if I had gone along with that, then they would have been like, okay, I want you to do this to her and do, you know, the tactics would have came in later. But I didn't yeah. do it. And they started targeting me terrible. So did they come to me and say, you know, we want you to be a partner? No, but that's exactly what it would have been had I went along with it. But and you know what, Renata? You know, sorry. You know what, Renata? When they yes. all get exposed and they all go down, even though these people think they don't know, that's pushing these buttons, that's following us around, that's workplace mobbing us, these little low levels, they going down too. They see they don't know they part of murder. They don't know that. All they know is they being told, they they being told what to do and how to do it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're not yeah. telling them the extent of everything. But they, they don't know. They're included in murder. I don't care what they told you, how much they paid you, Blood how, is many on their they, how many gift cards they gave you. You are a part of murder. You shouldn't have never accepted I, anything. And, and you I shouldn't have never... Blood. There is blood on your hands. That's right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So they think just because they're walking around following you or stalking you, that don't mean nothing. That does not mean nothing that you're going to say, well, they, I didn't know. I didn't know. They didn't tell me. All they told me was to press this button. They just told me to follow her. They told me to snap a picture. They told me to do this. But they didn't tell me they was murdering. They didn't tell me they was torturing. They didn't tell me they was harassing. They just told me to follow in the store, to go down that aisle, mm -hmm. to get, go by the eggs. To go by the college. But you know that's not fair, right? You know, you know that's not no, right. I'm, I'm, uh -huh. I'm, you know what I'm saying? That's what they're going to be screaming. But they ain't going to be screaming. They ain't going to be able to scream that because they're part of murder, and they all going down the same level. See, when they get exposed, I'm, I, I, I want them all exposed. I, 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 you, you ain't going to tell me, oh, you was just told to press the button or just to be mean to her on the job or just get, make her angry. You ain't going to give me that. You ain't giving me that. You ain't giving mm -hmm. me that. What I'm wondering when you get exposed, is, all y'all getting exposed. This is such a psychological program, and it's so deeply embedded, and they've been studying this for so long. Have they psychologically profiled people where they're not going to approach them because they feel that all they would do is immediately blab and they never join anyway? Say that again, Kim. Yeah, this is this is a psychological program. So they profile everybody. They do a psychological background on you. They figure that if we do this, they'll do that. And mm -hmm. there's some people that they just do not approach to go to the dark side because they probably immediately blab to everyone that they know and turn those people in and uh, wouldn't join anyway. Well, you know what? Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But also, my husband brought something to my attention. Okay, so there was this guy. Okay, there was a time where on this call, if there were people who needed help with anything, I would ask other people on the call to, you know, rally around that person. If you can donate anything, I used to just call it TIs helping one another, okay? No money came through me at all. What I would do was to, to ask the person who needed help, like there was someone that was trying to move, there was someone had flat tire, you know, whatever, okay, I need to get the kids some shoes, whatever. And they will call me and I'll say, you know what, we'll see if people can, you know, help. And, and of course I would help as well. Charles probably remembers that because Charles has been around a long time. And so um, what, what I would do was tell the person, you know, you need to set up a um, GoFundMe and then 
everybody would go to the GoFundMe and and donate. That way, nothing's coming through me because I don't I don't I don't get involved with the money part. Okay, just set up a GoFundMe and everybody puts the money in there. Okay, um, Elvira, rest her soul. We did it for her when she was homeless and she needed hotel rooms night after night after night. Okay, so we were doing that for for things like that. And so I mentioned it on one of my uh, YouTube videos that you know is really on my heart to help ti's because so many ti's are destitute and just need the help you know some are homeless some you know need whatever they need and so this guy contacts me and i put it on speakerphone i forgot that guy's name um but i put it on speakerphone my husband was sitting here and the guy was saying that um yeah, you know, I, I heard what you were saying about, you know, the TIs, you know, he started off like that and he was saying he was targeted and everything. And he said, you know, I have all these houses and I have all these cars and I have this and I have that. And he said, what can I do for you? I said, you can't really do anything for me. I said, but what is it that you want to do for the community? Because that's what I'm asking for the community as a whole, how we can help those in need. I Thank the Lord, I'm okay. I don't need anything right now. I don't need anything. I'm saying for the community. So he kept, but I have all these houses. And I think that man was trying to recruit me because he spent 20, 30 minutes, and my husband agreed too. He spent, he was telling me about this farm he has that can be mine and these cars that, that he could give me and these houses that I can have and all of this stuff. And I think that man was trying to recruit me. I don't think that you guys, that they just come right out and say, well, you'd be a perp. I think they fill you out. And I told that man, there is absolutely nothing you could do for me. Okay, now, do you want to help the community or not? And I ended the conversation because I figured that that man was a perp. A few days later, he goes on YouTube and smears my name to smithereens. <laughs> Renata's a perp. She's this. She's that. I think that man was trying to recruit me, but I didn't bite because I'm never going to do that. I'm never selling my soul to the devil. It ain't going to happen. But my husband was saying, and going back to what Kim was saying about, you know, why the reasons why they do, uh, uh, who they feel that they could recruit. Uh, my husband was saying, he said, you know, you have a lot of people that come to your call. Because at that time, it was a lot of people on this call. But, you know, when they changed over, we lost a lot of people. But anyway, my husband said, you know, and a lot of people trust you. So what better person would they try to use to infiltrate the community than somebody who has a lot of people's trust? You know what I'm saying? And yep. that's what they that's what they do. Somebody who, you know, people people come to or you know you've been doing a call for a long time. So people trust you. So of course they're going to try to to flip you. You know for them, but it ain't nothing they could give me. Nothing. Okay, all the torture, the hell they have put me through and my family, nothing, nothing. Well, they, they had they had this lady to call me last night that um that's in my contact list um to say um oh Paula um well you know if you do interviews you you know they'll target you more. I said they could talk. I I'll do a hundred interviews if I can. <laughs> I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they do try to flip you. They try to scare you and put fear in you also. I'm past that. I know what you mean now, but I'm past that. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, you know they, 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 they try everything. 
They have tried to torture me so bad that it, it ain't even nothing they could do at this point. I'm just numb to this. I'm going to say whatever I want to say. I'm going to go where I want to go, do what I want to do. I don't yeah. care. They have, hit, they have hit me with cars. They have had the police follow me every single place I go, and they still do. They have done mm -hmm. so many things. They, workplace mm -hmm. mobbing. The lady hit my car the other day. This ain't the first time. Hit mm -hmm. my car the other day. Oh, excuse mm -hmm. me. Okay, well, praise the Lord. I said, where are you going? Praise the Lord. Nothing. Mm -hmm. What is your, do you have insurance? I'm so sick of these perks. I am so sick of these people. I'm serious. Then I look over. There's a little perk. They always got one right there witnessing. I said, do you have insurance? Yeah, I do have insurance, but it's not that bad. I said, I'm going to determine that, okay? She said, well, do you have insurance? I said, I didn't hit your car. My car is sitting still. You don't need exactly. my insurance. Where is your? They, this ain't the first time. This ain't the first time. They do it all the time. They tore up my mother's car last weekend. Again, they bypass all the cars on her block and come in her yard and tear up her car every year. They do it every year. They did it again the other day. And well, I came out of work. I came out of work one day. My car wouldn't stop. Two days later, I came out of work. I had a flat tire. <laughs> so yeah. every day, every day is something with them cars too. They 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 just they just do everything. They try to stop you every which way. But when you scream the name of Jesus, you hear me? I said the name of Jesus. <laughs> okay, they don't like that. They don't like that. They do not want you calling on God. Because they know God is more powerful. They can't That's beat God. Right. They can't mm -hmm. beat God. That's right. They can't beat God's given either, no matter what and they we, try. You know what? We have to show these people... I don't care what you do. You're not going to stop me. That's that's my whole thing. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Period. Mm -hmm. And, and, and mm -hmm. I hate when T.I.'s feel like you know, I can't go here because I'm gonna be targeted. I can't say this. Mm -hmm. I can't. You, be know, you know what I'm saying? Do what you want to do, cause they're gonna mm -hmm. target you anyway. I had to figure that out. I'm sitting in the house scared to come out, and you still doing noise campaigns and flying over my house with helicopters. And you know what? That's so true, Renetta. What you just said. That's yeah. so true. You have to continue to live your life and not be trying to, uh, you know, substitute yourself doing not doing nothing. You know, uh, I'm sitting here. I got a cold. I know y'all probably noticed that I, I sound. I mean, I got a cold, a bad cold. <laughs> but anyways, I used to do that. I used to stay in the house and and not go nowhere. Be feeling down and not the health and just start going, getting out of the house, man. I'm not gonna be staying locked up in the house, just feeling down on myself. Cause what? It, I mean, that's with from it. the devil. That's when the devil actually take charge. That's when the devil put all type of thoughts in your head. Right. And Whatever you have to go through. When you're out there being targeted, whatever you have to go through, go through it. I ask the Lord, use this to strengthen me. Because when they out here thinking they purpose me, I'm really using them to get stronger. Because I'm proving to yep. myself, Amen. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to go here and I'm still going to be all right. No matter what Amen. they do, I'm going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Because God is greater than any of this evil. Any of it. And what the, the devil you, you got to keep going. Evil, you got to keep going. What the devil means for evil, God turns it to good every time. And he's not doing nothing but strengthening us in areas that we need to be strengthened. Everybody needs to be strengthened in different areas. But I see how he has built me up. I know where I came from. Yeah, we all know you where know we me came too. from. Yeah, yes. me. Oh, Lord. 
A whole lot. This still targeting kind of helped me out, helped my faith out, to be honest with you. This targeting has helped my faith out because it helped my faith go stronger. You know? And you know what? Really, that's that's really the whole meaning of this program, if you ask me. It has given all of, well, most targets a closer walk with God, and that's all that matters yeah. in the end. Make my faith go stronger. Because if we didn't, if I didn't have him to lean on, I don't know where I'd be. But it well, saves a spiritual war, though. I mean, we're under a spiritual war right now. I, mean, I believe that. I do. At the end of the day, you know, it's, you know, because our belief mechanism, you know, we believe in God and, you know, they probably got another belief, you know, it ain't God. Because if it was God, they'd be lined up with God, you know, and, and God ain't lined up with doing this to people. So uh, they, they can't believe in God. You can't serve two masters. There's no way you can believe in God and be doing this evil, evil stuff to people. No way. Mm-hmm. No way in the world. Not God. Not God. Yeah. I, I, You know what? I'd rather stay on this side. <laughs> I'll be a target all day before Amen. I'll be a part. It's not gonna happen. Mm-mm. And you know, it, it, and I know that this is not true because I know there are some neutral people in the world that has nothing to do with being a perp or a target. But it almost feels like you either or these days. Either you a perp or you a target. But I know that there are yeah. some in between people. But it's just so many perps. Oh my gosh, they like everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Oh Lord, them. and they just they got they try to blend in. That's the, the bad part about it, you know. They in the TI community, you don't know who is who. You can't know who is yeah. on the phone, like I was saying earlier. You can't tell who another TI is just over phone call. I'm not trying to be funny, man, but I'm being honest. Truth. No, but you know what? That's how you you. That's where you have to try the spirit by the spirit. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have to see if your spirit is agreeing with people. And then sometimes your spirit will agree with people, but then all of a sudden things may change. So you just have to constantly be evaluating the situation. I'd rather be by myself than deal with, with them per people. I just can't do it. I cannot. I've had so many TIs. Why are you stop speaking to me? Why you? I can't do it. I can't. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, sister. I'm with you. Um, I ain't going for it. Now, we deal with enough, you know? Yeah. And, you, and I can be by myself with God. See, people think you you, you need them. You need somebody. To yeah. I, listen, I talk to God all day long. I don't care if they, could, they listening. The if they listening, they're in agreement, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. If they listening, they're in agreement. So I said, Lord, heal me, God. I said, God, they're in agreement because they listening. They want you to heal me, God. <laughs> So they're in agreement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said, God, God, expose them, God. Expose them in the name of Jesus. I said, God, they're in agreement because they listen. They say, expose them, God. Yeah. I said, all day. And long. that's another thing. That's another thing when you're saying ex- about exposure. We cannot be afraid to expose you guys. I don't expose everything like I probably should because so much happens in my life. But some of the major things, I will get on there, jump on there, and make a video in a minute, and they know it. And you know what? A lot of, or talk about it on this call, 
a lot of times that that'll back them up off you a little bit when they know that you the type that will expose because they don't like exposure. Just like them cockroaches, they don't like the light. Yeah, they don't like. Yeah, they don't like pictures. Oh yeah, pictures. they don't like you making videos. They don't like mm -hmm. you putting it they on like Facebook. The they they block my Facebook because I put it up there all day long. They Good. don't like that. I I post all. They day don't like the picture either. They don't, they don't like the picture being taken. No, they don't. No, oh they don't no, like the picture being taken. No, they don't. Nope. They want to take mine all day. Okay, so take mine yeah, and take yeah. yours at the same time. And I said, did you get hey, my good shot? You can tell the cops that's involved. Because when you have your camera out, they be turning their head, they be putting their head down. You know, and yeah. I, I, it really trips me out. I'm like, if you're not involved, why would you care about getting your picture taken? Right. You know, you know think, the ones involved. Think, they be trying to I hide their face all the time. I think they get some sort of punishment or something if they get if they end up on social media or <laughs> or YouTube or something. I think they get in trouble for that. Well, you should have seen the burn. You should have seen the yeah. burn. I put a yeah, I put a picture of the burn. Supervisor, 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 they they didn't really like that at all. What was Somebody, it? Somebody a burn. Oh. Mm-hmm. They oh, say you, you go burn. to a supervisor, you can get more help what supervisor of the police department they say if you go to the, the no you don't no no i i don't do <laughs> that told you that. every time i went one they never they never let me get one so this time uh they told me uh, it's called cotwatch.com they said you, you record it you know record the person that well, if you go if you go inside they they give you the run around you record it and then you take it to them and then they'll investigate it and they'll put them on front street Cause it, it, if you go to college, you see a lot of different people, uh, the videos, a lot of different people trying to get, uh, just want a complaint, want to file a complaint. They can't even get to file a complaint. Like they, oh, what, what you complaining about? What, 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 what? No, I don't, you don't need to know. I don't want to tell it. Just give me the paper. Like you know, you don't want other people to know. You know what you're complaining about? Who worked there? So you can't get the. I never was able to get a supervisor. Every time I went there, they never let me get a supervisor. You just speak to somebody else. You never get to talk to a supervisor. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I, I, I have experienced that too. I believe, I believe that's so they can always if every time I went there. anything, they can always say they didn't know. That's what I think. That's about. uh huh. Yeah, they really yeah. I, what I, they I, do. You know what? I have gone to I have gone to internal affairs so many times. You know, before I realized it wasn't gonna help me. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, they're not gonna help. I done been to numerous, hundreds of city council meetings, speaking, um, speaking there about targeting uh, the uh, citizens police review board, speaking about targeting. I've I've done it all, and those people they don't help. They don't help. They don't help. They would never let me get to the mayor, but they had the mayor's assistant come and talk to me and record everything I was saying. She thought I didn't know she was recording, but she was. And then I went and busted her out at the next city hall meeting. And I said, I told her everything. I named her whole name. I named license plate numbers. I done did all of that. And they don't help. They don't help. I've been, yes. I've been, I've been to the city hall. I talked to the mayor's assistant too. You're right. It don't do nothing. They don't help. Uh, they act like they don't know nothing. Or they'll tell you, oh, yeah, I think I know a target. I've heard of that. They don't help. They do not help. But no. I'm still proud of the fact that I have tried to stand up for myself and other targets. I think it's very important that we 
um, have it documented in an official place. I have I have it documented. Oh, yeah. You know, I've, I've been to many of those meetings. I and document I told, keep my I, stuff on me and I keep one somewhere else secretly. <laughs> yeah, and I have quoted scriptures to them city council people. I have told them they're going to go to hell if they don't repent. I did all of that. I've done all of that, and I got heavily targeted for it, heavily targeted for for going down there. But I, I might start up again. I don't know. Even though they don't help, it's still good to do because the um, public is there, and that's what they don't want you talking about that with the public there because somebody might identify and say, you know what, I'm targeted too. Well, they said they're about to be exposed, so I'm gonna see. You know that. I mean, you know, I keep hearing this here. You know, online they're talking about it. Uh, this, you know, and and then you hear about on the news they talk about the the indictments and all that, you know. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I spoke with uh, well, actually still this year, so it was about probably about the middle of the year when I spoke with uh, Trey Gallium Assistance that uh, the oversight and reform, they uh looking into it, uh, investigating this to uh what's going on with us. I, it, it's kind of strange that they don't know. I just think they knew what was going on. It just, I don't know. I just kind of still feel they knew what was going on with this here program. But maybe some of them didn't know. They know now, but they say they know, they didn't know back then. But I think they already knew. That's my opinion. I think the Lord, you know what I think? I think the Lord wants us to expose it. I think that's our job. I really do. That again? To expose. I think the Lord has assigned us to expose this. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I honestly think that. Yep, yeah, it's coming. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. In the name of Jesus, it's coming. It's coming. Well, we're gonna wrap it up, you guys. We actually went almost five hours, so we're gonna go. Um, I hope you all uh, is another a- call tonight. Excuse me. Is it another call tonight? Like. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I, thought was, I don't you know. Called on yeah, I'm not sure. I don't really keep up with the calls like I used to. Um, I don't know if you oh, guys do. It's, it's, I'm I sorry. I don't, I don't I was, know I if you just... guys do. Hold on a second. I don't know if you guys do um, New Year's resolutions, but if you do and you want to share any, then you feel free before we um, end if you'd like to speak on that otherwise i hope you guys have a really good blessed um, new year let's uh make this new year even stronger even better even more spiritually connected to god um just be strong everybody just be strong be be the best version of yourself in this coming well year. i hope our targeting stop stop and and get closer to god and uh, fix all, all my relationship with family, marriage, everything, you know, um, yeah. you know, and, and move forward and have a better life, you know. Um, but most of most things, I hope this the targeting get exposed. Yes, that's, that's what I really want. I want this to be exposed out there on the news. Everybody talking about it. I just. What I want. I want I just want to say Neil's call started at 8.30, um, um, whoever wants to call. Also, I just okay. see that Migs B 
just posted my interview. If you go on under Migs B, you'll see my interview, um, part one right now. She posted it. Okay. Whenever y'all get time, oh, okay. go under Migs B, you'll see my interview. Okay? Okay. Let me look. I'm going to do that. You want to look now? Go ahead. Migs B. Let's see. That means D. Uh oh, sorry you guys. Sorry. I'm mute. Um, short synopsis of Paula Bannister's testimony. Oh, okay. So she has two on here about you. Testimony of Paula. Okay, so she has a short synopsis. That's four minutes and fifty-three seconds, and then testimony of Paula Bannister. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't even see that. I see I'm sorry. One of them is four minutes and fifty-three seconds, and then the other one is an hour and fifty-seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah okay. So I'm gonna listen to that tonight. Okay. All right. So I'll talk to you next week. Okay, you guys have a very blessed New Year's, okay? Okay. Hey, you Thank you. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless, everyone. God Bye. Bless. Kim, Kevin, Deb, Holly, everybody. Everybody in the chat okay. room. Charles. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your number, Renata. Okay, Charles is saying Happy New Year to all you guys. Okay, happy Charles, New Year, Charles. Okay, you guys have a good evening. Talk to you guys next week. You too. Okay, Talk Kevin. To Kevin, Kevin, you going on nails? Hello. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Bye bye. All right. All right. All right. Guys. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.